Last Christmas, the Bears had false starts, but the very next day, Next Gen gave them an A. This year, to save us from tears, we'll root for something more special. Once bitten and twice shy, I keep my distance, but the Bears still catch my eye. Tell me, Staley, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a year, it doesn't surprise me. No postseason. I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying, I hate you, I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been. But if you go win out, I know you'll fool me again. Last Christmas, the Bears had false starts. But the very next day, Next Gen gave them an A. This year. To save us from tears, we'll root for something more special. Last Christmas, the Bears had false starts, but the very next day, Next Gen gave them an A. This year, to save us from tears, we'll root for something more special. The locker room defense with tired eyes are hiding from Matt. His calls of advice. My God, I thought you were someone to rely on. Me, I guess I need a shoulder to cry on. No points in a quarter, fans feel fire in their hearts. A screen without blockers, and they tore it apart. Oh, now let's find a real coach who'll never fool us again. Last Christmas, the Bears had false starts, but the very next day, Next Gen gave them an A. This year, to save us from tears, we'll root for something more special. Last Christmas, the Bears had false starts, but the very next day, Next Gen gave them an A. This year, to save us from tears, we'll root for something special special well that game was stupid sorry America for putting you through the Bears offense but hey We've got a red-hot show, it's almost Christmas, we're going to have a lot of fun, and we are going to have an incredible special guest coming up in our first segment. Oh my god. But you're going to want to listen to the whole thing, because the outro has the greatest song you may have ever heard. Oh my god. So great. Merry Christmas. We love you. We hate the bears, but we love the bears. Sir Dykes, thanks for listening, Sir Dykes. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero Brad Swig, Swig's time, Swig's it, Bill and Dan Dorn, Swig's time, the Swig's report, 
Brad Swig. Snap, snap. Swig's time. Swigsy. His name is Brad Swig. Front butt. Brad Swig's talks butt cheeks with you. Smells like hot dogs. Maybe the scent of ripe meat is filling my nostrils, which means only one thing. Our special guest is here, and Dan and I are so excited. He's been a beat writer for years. He's been covering the Bears for, I think, 20 years. He's been asking hard questions on behalf of all of our fans. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's welcome Brad Swiggs to Zero Doinks. Hey, Brad, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's going on, boys? It's me, Brad Swiggs. Happy to be here. I hear you guys have been talking some shit about me, so glad we could air things out a bit. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us so late. I'm sure you need to publish your post-game writings. Um, how have you found the Soldier Field press box arrangements this season? Well, they've been shit, if I can be honest with you. There's a... Uh... Real limited amount of hot dogs uh, available. As you can tell by my accent, I'm clearly from Virginia. McCaskey. Uh, The hot dogs have been terrible. They've been real cold. I've been running that up the flagpole. I've been been blocking accounts left and right. Hot dog accounts all across the board just to get the message across that your boy Brad. Your boy Brad's not happy about the hot dog situation in the press box up here. In uh, Soldier's Field, uh, I'm not happy about it, Bill. I'll just be honest with you. They have a lot of salads now. Who's eating fucking salads? Uh, is this football? Back in my back in my day when I was in Virginia, we play, we'd eat a whole we eat a whole thing of of, of hoagies. We'd go out there and play football for about four or five minutes. They get real sweaty and have to take a little nap. But anyway, the hot dogs are bad. They're bad, Bill. Thanks for having me. No, we are more than happy to have you, Brad Swiggs. You're a fantastic guy. You can be followed at Brad Swiggs on Twitter. We are so proud of uh, ourselves for having you. Uh, Dan Dan's taking a shit right now. Otherwise, he'd be asking you questions. So there. I know. I know a thing or two about that. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You can't judge him for that. Things have been a bit more normal this year for the press corps. I think in general, for for those of us who paid attention to Bears Zoom press conferences last year, we couldn't help but notice your living arrangements. I'm pretty sure that I saw mice falling out of your ceiling during some of the press conferences, Brad. Um, does the Tribune pay you any money for your work, for your time? Like, can you fill us in? What's What's going on with that, Brad? Let me uh, let me answer that like to two parts, okay? First part is uh, the Tribune does they don't pay me, but I you know you heard it like uh, crypto you know cryptocurrency stuff that's going on. I've uh, I'm trying to get off the ground or something called hot dog coins uh, that hasn't gone too well. So I've been shifting it to a, a cum rocket. Are you familiar with cum rocket, Bill? No. Uh, tell me about your cum rocket. Cum rockets of popular cryptocurrency for uh, for for OnlyFans OnlyFans accounts. You can play you can play through a cum rocket. You can get a call. you can also cum. I just like coming. Uh, so 
Uh, that's how the tri- Tribune pays me, but it's a little hard to shift that currency around to USD currency. Uh, but the but the, the the decor of my house is is all due to my wife Barbara. Have you met Barbara before? Have you met Barbara? You know Barbara. I I have not you met Barbara? Barbara, but but um, I feel like how does she feel about your cum rocket, Brad? Uh, we talk about the cryptocurrency. Hard to we say. We talk about my, my, I was talking about Bitty I'm Bitty about, Brad Biggs. I'm talking about your dick that spits hot dog. Buddy, buddy, all right. You talking about Brady, 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 Briggs? Uh, yeah, that's uh, she she enjoys it. She enjoys it, but there's a lot of that that stuff. It still works if that's what you're asking. Because I'm a I'm a heavy man. I'm a heavy man. Uh, we don't we don't grow up all of Virginia. <laughs> uh, so but, you know that Barbara she, she decorates a house. Uh, so this, I leave that up to her. She's big enough into flowers, flowery curtains, drapery. I don't know, but she doesn't do much of the cleaning because of the bitty, bitty Brad Biggs. We do a lot of fucking, um, yeah, let me tell you a story about how I met Barbara, if, if you, if you allow it. Uh, absolutely. Love okay. So I'm with my, I'm with a couple of my buddies, uh, where this is opening day, home opener, 2005, Soldiers Field, Gato, right outside of Gato. It's me. Mike Mulligan, my boy Mully, uh, David Hall is there. We're not, we're not really close. Uh, and then also my my man down on the strip, Joe Fonbao. Joe Fonbao came down, and he wanted to see the Bears game with us. So we we're outside of Gato. Uh, I was getting a little hungry, getting a little a little chow, and I saw a churro vendor, churro vendor right there by Gato, and I went up to him and I said, "Give me, give me, give me two of those." Give me two of those churros. And he, he gave me one. It was cracked. It was cracked. And I gave it back to him. I said, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. You give me you give Brad Biggs a churro. Brad Biggs wants a real churro. He wants a hot. He wants a crispy. You don't give me this crack bullshit. So, so of course, he gave me a little bit of attitude. I took a swing at him. And then I, I called the cops. And, of course, I got him. I reported him for, for being an illegal vendor because that's what I do. I, I blocked him. That was like a, like a face-to-face block. And I, 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 got him, I got him arrested. And then, But in the midst of what I took a swing at him, I did a real – I'll be honest with you, Bill. I farted. Mm-hmm. It was real long and squeaky. Um, and, and this woman behind me, she's just like, wow, that was electric. And I turned around, and it was, oh, my God. She was the biggest woman I've ever seen. It was Barbara. It was Barbara. We got married three days later. And then we had two beautiful boys. Uh, uh, Billy. Billy's a uh, uh, Billy Bragg, Br- Briggs. Br- not Briggs. Biggs. Sorry. And we have Billy. And then our youngest is Bronco. Bronco's our youngest. We're one of those families that's just all bees. Bees across the board. And we have a we have a dog. His name is Bitch. So that's how I met Barbara. She's in charge of the drapery, the mice. I can't tell you what that was about. Uh, it's just it's dark times during during COVID, my friend. No, I get it. We've all we've all been through a tough year and a half, uh, yourself included. I, I would have to assume. And uh, but give our best to Bronco, uh, uh, Billy, and Bitch. Um, <laughs> So, so (laughs) 
Like, bitch, shut down. Shut up, that bitch. Sorry, I had to step away for a second. Bitch was, bitch was trying to eat my plate of hot dogs. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I brought bitch with me to, to Soldier Field tonight. She's my service dog. So uh, I get a service dog exemption in Soldier Field. I'm having a little trouble walking these days because of the because of the diabetes. So absolutely. Uh, no, it's sorry totally for the pause there. Sorry, I had to leave 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 the soup for a second. No, it's fine. Um, Brad, I I hate to, I hate to throw a curveball your way, but um, social media recently had a field day when you posted a a backside photo of a bikini clad beauty on your Twitter handle. Now. We haven't heard much from you directly about this, uh, about this fupa. I mean, faux pas. How how exactly do you uh, do you explain what happened? Well, uh, I'm a little embarrassed by it, but that clear, that clearly wasn't Barbara. Um, Bar, I hope Barbara doesn't listen to this. But uh, yeah, I was at uh, I was down in Boca Raton uh, with with uh, I was taking a little, little boys trip with Bronco. And uh, he had a he had a lacrosse tournament down there. You ever played lacrosse before, Bill? Never. Don't ever do it. No hot dogs at the games. No hot dogs. Okay. So uh, Bronco and I were at the beach, and I thought, "Ooh, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful babe right there." And I thought, "Well, you know, like this, my, my, my man down on the strip, Joe Fonbao, Joe Fonbao, needs to see this." So I took a picture, and I, I meant to I meant to text it to him, and I. I you know, and also is like, just want to make sure that Joe Fonbao sees this. I'm going to send it to his DMs. You know what a DM is, Bill? No. Explain it. Dick message. That's the type of dick message. When you're ready to see them beautiful buns, you send a dick message. So, you know, Joe's on the other end of that. His dick is out. And he's just going to Joe Fonbao. So, I tried to send it to Joe Fonbao. I accidentally posted it on my feed. Uh, I did not mean to hurt anybody. But uh, mostly, I, I'm sorry to Barbara. Uh, I'm sorry to Billy. I'm not sorry to Bronco. He saw those beautiful buns, and he was like, "Oh, I'm a man today." And then we went. And he went, and scored 54 goals in his lacrosse game, and I had oh, zero oh. hot dogs. So it was a rough day for me all around. How old is Bronco? How old? Is he's he's 34. Up? He's 34 years old. Okay. Um, Brad. I- one of the main things that I thought was neglected to be discussed uh, once you posted that to Twitter was your photography skill. So, uh, what what type of uh, camera do you typically use in such a situation? Uh, I use a disposable camera. Are you familiar with those, Bill? I think so. It's been like twenty years, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, I prefer those. You get them developed, and then you. Uh... And then I, I start off with that, and then I take a picture of those once I get them developed in my local uh, Civias and uh, my local Dwayne Reedy. I'm from Virginia. And then I, I take a picture of it, and then I send it to my gotcha football. And sometimes uh, Molly, but Molly's kind of a he's kind of a bitch. So um, that's all I got for you. I don't, I'm not a big photography guy. I just prefer to take pictures of people that don't know that I'm taking pictures of them. No, oh, I yeah, I get it. I mean, do you have a fetish that involves a, a general lack of consent? I know you took a picture of Akeem Hicks in the locker room a couple of years ago when he had an injury and he got he got pretty feisty on social media about it. Like, is this a thing you've have you seen a doctor about it? Have you talked to 
to Barbara or, or Bronco about it or kind of weird? Well, I guess now that we're out in the open about it, Bill, um, I mean, we to be talking about, you know, I mentioned earlier about uh, I'm getting paid in, uh, in, in cum rocket coins, cum coins. So I'm, I'm trying to get off the ground a new website. It's called uh, Only Brads, and it's uh, it's a website for photographers like myself who like to take pictures of beautiful babes and then post it on, on the interwebs. You pay for that that content because you just don't see that every day, those beautiful buns out on the beach with my mm-hmm. bull Bronco. And so uh, I'm trying my old, old – I'm trying to just, just get a collection going for my Only Brad's account and uh, – you know, Barbara. Barbara's involved in that as well. She she likes to uh, to 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 hang out a lot, if you will, with her her personal trainer. His name is uh, Buckshot, and so she and Buckshot they they do this new type of training where they 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 get naked and they and they do do a lot of squats. So I take. I take pictures without them knowing it. I put on my only Brad's account, and so uh, she she keeps calling me something. I don't know. Bill, can you help me out with this? What's a cuck? I think it's a a sort of poultry dish. Uh, well, I'm willing to try it. I'm a big boy. I'm willing to try try a cuck cuck, if you will. That's a bird that goes cuck cuck. I'm a cuck cuck. Uh, so yeah. So that's. I, th- I hope I answer your question there. That's 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 about it. No, you definitely did. Um, Brad, I, I hate to ask you this, but did you did you just break wind by any chance? I can't control it sometimes, uh, especially when there's a lot of uh, soldiers, soldiers Field hot dogs involved. Um, I'm very nervous because I know you guys have been shitting on me, and I, I was hoping to talk to Dan, but apparently he's, he's taking a big dump, which I hand up. We've all been there. I was there mostly through the second quarter tonight, uh, which was very awkward for the rest of the press corps while my dog bitch was just running around shitting everywhere. So that was weird. Yeah. No, I, I farted. I, 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 I farted. It was, it's long and it's squeaky. It smells terrible. I travel around with multiple pairs of pants. Well, and that brings up my next question. And and just so you know, I I ask this of all of our guests on Zero Doinks. When was the last time you overtrusted a fart? Would you say? Oh. Let's see. Did you see? Uh, did you see Jasper Horstead catch that last touchdown play tonight? I heard about it. Yeah, Dan. Before he was dumping out, he, mm-hmm. he told me about it. Bingo. Which was the name of my my cousin, who died in a farting accident. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Was that in Virginia? West Virginia. That makes sense. That's it was it a how the it was wind, it a, it's it a mine? You just don't you just don't fart in mines. I get emotional about it. You just don't fart in mines. That's what everybody in West Virginia knows. And he just couldn't hold it anymore. He's a big boy like me. I love you, Bingo. Bingo, this next question's for you, buddy. Um, Brad Swiggs here, uh, at Brad Swiggs on Twitter. Feel free to follow him and ask him whatever questions you want. But here's a question for Brad. I, I hate to bring this up again. And, again, this is on behalf of – Bingo, your your dead cousin who 
died of a, a mining fart. Uh, rumor has it that you had a bag of hot dogs on the beach when you when you took that picture of the uh, <laughs> the lady in the in the black bikini. Uh, is that true? I mean, it's I don't mean to bring it up, but I, I saw a lot of people talking about it on social media, so I just want to make sure that. Either you did or did not have a big bag of hot dogs. And you sound like a were. man. You sound like a man who's never tried beach hot dogs before. Um, yeah, there were eight of them, uh, and I ate seven, seven of those beef hot dogs. And the eight, the eighth one had a bunch of sand on it. So I'm like a waste, a waste a hot dog. Fuck no! So I just ate a real sandy hot dog. So that that rumor is true. Uh, I. I but I will I will admit that some of those were meant for Bronco, uh, but you know he was too slow to the to the draw. So mm-hmm. you know Papa Brad had to put those put those hot dogs down. He put them down so quickly, and he did it while crying over Bingo's accident. I love you, Bingo. Yeah, no, it's this whole segment's dedicated to to Bingo's life. Uh, what's you. next for you, Brad? Uh, you know, you have a decent amount of lukewarm media acquaintances that you've acquired over the years. Do you have any plans of branching out, maybe opening your own restaurant with some of your media friends, or kind of what's what's on the horizon for Brad Swigs? Yeah, Molly and I have talked about uh, opening up a local uh, hot dog shop to just just loose dogs. It's going to be called loose dogs. There's no buns, no no ketchup, no mustard, nothing. You just get. You just, you just walk in, you say, how many do you want? And you just say four. And, you know, I just throw you four loose dogs. Um, and you use all cash. It's an all-cash business. And it's no mask. Don't even think about wearing a mask. No, not not in loose dogs. So that'll be Molly and I. will probably shirts optional. Um, so that's probably my, my boy Joe Fontenbao and I are probably going to start a, a, a podcast. Uh, it's going to be called uh, Bangin' Barbara. I'm not sure what that one's going to be about yet, but uh, I think J- Joe came up with that name. So <laughs> we're, gonna, we're we're still workshopping that one. But, yeah, a lot of fun stuff. You know, you haven't really talked about my other good friend, Dan Weeder, who he, um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a different guy, but he's my best friend, but he won't let me tell people that out in public. So, um, you know, we're, we're trying to work something out where Dan will let me talk to him out in public and let me pretend to be his friend. So those are sort of the things that I have in the hopper right now. So be on the lookout for Loose Dogs, Bang and Barbara, and uh, my best hanging out with my best friend, Dan Weederer. It's fantastic. Uh, just a couple more quick questions before I let you go. Thank you so much for your time today, Brad Swiggs. Again, at Brad Swiggs. Feel free to slide into his DMs. I'm sure he's available. Um, okay, so so Brad, let's say that you're on death row or something involving photography. Let's say the buckshot turns you into the authorities. Um, what does your last meal look like? Uh, yeah, just paint me a picture of that plate, that final plate. Well, there's definitely be hot dogs involved, loose dogs. They're always loose dogs. It's just, I think that's what people people don't understand. Blah. Oh, that was a dog. Just came up there. Oh, sorry. It sounds, it sounds like something that Dan Doinks uh, does sometimes on the show. I'm just saying. So you're in, you're in good company here. Brad. Oh, 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 sorry. I could okay. smell it. I, I, yeah. I, we're not in oh. the same room, but 
It's like a little rape. like a little treat. I get to eat that dog again. Uh, so obviously, if you, if you lose hot dogs, I'm gonna eat one of those those cuck cuck birds that you were talking about earlier. Uh, it's all gonna be a gravy. I'm a big gravy guy. I don't know if you could tell that by uh, the the look of my nipples. But I'm a big gravy guy. Um, I'm probably gonna eat this pizza and then I'll probably finish it off with Barbara. Mm. Now, is she on board with banging Barbara? The uh, I don't know if that was a podcast. I think that was your podcast with podcast. Yeah, with, yeah. Do you think but she's? Do you have any? Time do you will need tell, Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fine. You're not a big consent guy, so that I think that we gotta go. We gotta ask. Up. We gotta ask your trainer first. Buckshot. 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 I mean, uh, it sounds like a handsome guy. Um, lastly, Brad, he's hung like a horse. Buckshots. He's he's got a hose on him. What's a what's a hard hitting question that you'd like to ask Ryan Pace, assuming he's still employed? Like after, like you are known for your no nonsense, no bullshit line of questioning. Like, what would you if 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 I were Ryan Pace and I had to answer to Brad Swiggs? What question would you want me to answer? Ryan, thank you so much for having me today. What would you say is the top priority of ingredients inside of your hot dogs at Hallis Hall? And what's an appropriate amount of hot dogs that a beat writer should eat on a daily basis inside of Hallis Hall? And is there any, are there any issues with how loud he is chewing? So... All right, let's role play this. I'm Ryan Pace. Uh, my answer would be, uh, Brad, thank you so much for your question. I appreciate it. Uh, your press credential has been revoked. Uh, as blocked. You Already been. blocked you. Blocked you from Twitter. Blocked. Blocked. You were blocked. Sorry, Ryan Pace. You were blocked. That's it. Done deal. Interview over. I win. That's I why win. you're a professional. Barbara, Barbara, pull up the Wienermobile. I win. Lastly, Brad Swiggs, while I, while I still have you, and I, I am honored to have you. I know Dan is, too. He is still – I've heard him. Like, we're 30 feet away, and he is still dumping out. He's had a hell of a night. Um, Been there. <laughs> uh, why should Bears fans continue to support this franchise? And, you know, and and not, not just the franchise, but why should they – continue to support Brad Swiggs with likes, with retweets, with clicks to your 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 articles that don't really tell us anything. They're ten thoughts about Brad Swiggs, mostly involving Buckshot and and Bitch your dog, Bronco, your uh I assume son that was born without any limbs, and Billy. We haven't heard much out of Billy. Like what why should we continue to support you and the Bears franchise, Brad? I'm playing it simple. I need cum rocket coins because I need to live to buy hot dogs. Um, you know, I just think that I want to sleep with Virginia is really like my goal in life. And I think as long as you keep clicking on my articles, I'm going to try to click on that mouse and uh, get into Hallis Hall and get into her hall. It's just kind of like my whole vibe. And, like, until I get my podcast off the ground, uh, Banging Barbara with my boy Joe, 
I don't. I, I think I just need you to just keep click, 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 clicking. So I think that's really about it. It's all about me. Uh, I'm, I'm very sensitive. So if you come at me on Twitter, I'm a block. I'm a block you. You could ask me like a question, like, "Oh, how many yards do you think Justin Fields is gonna pass?" Oh, blocked. You're blocked. Or like, "Oh, what do you think about about uh, you know how many David Montgomery got blocked? You blocked." Or if you're like, oh, how many hot dogs is an appropriate amount to eat at a Bears game? I'm like, oh, I will answer that question because I know the answer to that. So that's pretty much it. It's about me and me only, and I'm a big, fat, soft son of a bitch, as you probably know, and I'm from Virginia. You're from Virginia, but you also might be from Missouri. It's hard to say. We don't know all the answers, and that's what makes you uh, – a, a mystery, and that's why we we appreciate your time today. Uh, we hope to have the opportunity to ask more questions later. And and Brad Swiggs, uh, where can we find you on the internet? How can people reach you and uh, maybe wish you a, a happy holidays? You can find me on uh, uh, Twitter at Brad Swiggs. Uh, that's where you're going to find me if you need any hot dog advice. Uh, Keep keep a lookout for my my new podcast, Bang and Barbara, with my boy Joe Papal, and uh, Mike Mike Mulligan and I might be hanging out down at the uh, like the local Hooters down in uh, that one in uh, what's that one in Park was that Park Park Ridge? I don't know. We we bounce around Hooters because we keep getting kicked out because I keep blowing up the bathrooms. So. Uh, just keep a look out of that, Brad Swiggs. I appreciate having me. Tell Dan, uh, sorry about all the dumps. I totally get it. And, um, you know, thanks for having B- Bitch and myself on. We would love to come back. Thank you, Brad. Uh, say hi to Buckshot for us. And uh, really appreciate having you on tonight. Uh, hope you answer or you ask all the questions that the fans want answered from uh, uh, Nagy and Pace in the offseason. Really appreciate your time, buddy. Really do. Uh, sorry about your photography uh, faux pas. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver. It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. No postseason. I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying I hate you. I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been. But if you go win out, I know you'll fool me again. All you see is just orange. You, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Well, you just heard the boys interview a legend, and let's talk about a legendary game that just concluded Monday Night Football, Bears-Vikings, NFC North rivals, an eight-point loss 
for our beloved, but who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Who gives Honestly. A fuck? What an embarrassment for both franchises, especially the Bears, let's be honest. But we were talking off-air a little bit. Somehow, Kirk Cousins may have been the worst football player on that field tonight. Do you agree, Dan? 87 yards passing, and he won the game. How? I mean, I don't know who that's telling on. I mean, the Bears are fucking pathetic. He was... What was an offense the Vikings were running tonight? Just trying to throw it deep, kind of like half-ass running the ball I mean it kind of stopped the run I think I don't know what Cook ended up at I mean it seemed like he was chipping away at it but weird play calling like Cousins throwing deep I just you know I don't know if he thought like we're just gonna get the ball back a million times weird they're a bad team if they sneak their way into the playoffs that's just unfair because that's just an automatic buy for who would that be the Buccaneers at this point Ugh, be the two gross. yeah whoever's yeah, the two yeah boxer yeah. Cowboys sneak into that, but they're awful. They're horrible. Like, there's no redeeming qualities to that fucking team. And Kirk Cousins, no. trash. Wow. He is absolute trash. We, I don't think we're really going to talk about the Bears that much. Let's just talk about the Vikings being trash for a few minutes here. <laughs> I mean, did they not realize that the Bears had zero actual secondary starters? Like, Vildor is not a starter right. anymore. He was, I don't know if he was a healthy scratch last game or if he didn't really play or whatever. How the fuck do you only score 17 points against the Bears defense tonight, Dan? No idea. I don't know if they just thought, we're just going to burn these guys deep. I mean, that's not where you're going to get them on, just turning and run. And it's like on the touchdown, the second touchdown they got was a total cover. You know, they mismanaged the coverage and the guy was wide open. They should have done that all game. 10 yards, you know, within 7 to 10 yards, but instead they're like, oh, we're going to throw it deep and we're we're going to rely on Kirk Cousins to be accurate throwing it deep to the sideline. Just dumb. Just they're a bad team. Dumb. And I, it's, it's, um, I don't know. I mean, our, this, this night was perfect for the Bears. This was the Matt Nagy era all wrapped into one. Horrible play calling, horrible, like sloppy play. Oh. Terrible penalties. I mean, yes. Matt Nagy getting a, a, a what a unsportsmanlike conduct is that what we call that? Actually, kind of the right move. I didn't I didn't hate it. If I didn't yeah. hate him so much, I would have loved it. But just fucking terrible all around. And if he doesn't get fired after this, like nothing nothing's gonna do it, right? I mean, this, yeah. there's no point. No, and so yeah, that that touchdown pass that Cousins had with the horrible uh, miscommunication by the Bears DBs that gave them, I think, their 16th and 17th point. That drive was only kept alive by two horrendous personal fouls by the Bears, both of which were very questionable, but hilarious in retrospect, too. Again, like you said, it summed up the Matt Nagy undisciplined era perfectly. You got... Travis Gibson poking a guy in the eyes after they get off the they should have got off the field on fourth down. I can't remember what the first personal foul was. I don't know. If I you think that was that the um, oh, it was the was dive the, at the guy's the dive, legs. which was which yes. was bullshit call. Yeah, that was a it bad call. He wasn't diving was, at the offensive lineman's no. legs, he was trying to make a tackle. It was obvious, right? Yeah, right, but uh, you know. But, of course, we get a shitty call there, but we're able to get ourselves out of it. And then Gibson comes in and 
shoves his hand in a guy's face. Like, what the fuck are you Stupid. doing? Man? I, I what don't you like doing? that. And I like that guy, but and yeah, he's fine. How many times this year have we done that with the defense? Like, they're like overly chippy, over anxious, and you just hold your breath. Like, they blow the whistle, and you're like, oh. I hope nothing dumb happens, and that's a product of very poor coaching. No, there's no discipline. Nobody's held accountable for this shit. So, you know it, that stuff's going to happen. So, n- nothing. None of it was surprising. None of it was so no. fucking surprising. None of it. None of it changes until Virginia McCaskey dies. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, and then who knows? I mean, I've been told maybe that that, she, that it will change after that. But she, I think she's been dead for years, and they're doing a weekend at Bernie's with her. Uh, Thomas Graham. I like that guy. Fantastic. I like that guy. I've liked him, liked him when they drafted him. He's yeah. got his first career start, uh, yep. first career game. Uh, I liked him. I thought he was yeah. pretty good. Yep. He was awesome. He, he was physical. Uh, and, uh, and great. I mean, he, you know, damn near had a pick in the end zone on a, on a play. Uh, like that's also damning to, is it the coaching staff's fault that this is the first time that he got some live snaps? I feel like that's on the coach. It's probably not a uh, Ryan Pace call, right? It's probably a coaching staff call. I don't know. How does that Maybe. work? Yeah, it's probably split between the two, but we've struggled so much at that position opposite of Jalen Johnson. You think you would at least give him a shot. Uh, Vildor has been in the doghouse many times, so why not just elevate him and get him some play? just to figure it out. I mean, he could be a guy that if you gave him some time, he'd get exposed for his weaknesses. They just, people don't know anything about him. So, you know, it's like, it's like the hot new pitcher who comes up for the minor leagues when he's just throwing fucking gas and he's awesome. And then you figure out how how he's tipping his, Ooh, he's tipping his pitches and then he's trash. Oh, Brett Biggs. (laughs) (laughs) Curtains. So (laughs) I, it could be, we still talking about Thomas Graham. Swigs. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. The defense was wasn't as bad as I would have thought, but I'm not sure if they were even that good because Kirk Cousins stinks. Akeem Akeem Hicks was awesome. Like oh, it was good to see so him out good. there. Yeah, I think he I think he made himself some money tonight. I think I he put so. himself on on stage to get to get paid by somebody for the end of his career. It won't be the bears. I'm sure. I'm sure he's ready to get the fuck out of here, but uh, I don't know. Fine. The defense was fine. Good job guys. You, you did, you did fine. Yeah, you did fine. All things considered, uh, Ogletree, you overperformed. That's great. Uh, Roquan, uh, I thought you were fine. I didn't really notice you in the second half. Roquan, I'm I'm talking to you as if you're listening to this podcast, I will say, um, I don't mean to call out another podcast, but I'm going to. Three Kings of Midway. You guys did a halftime show, and one of your podcast guys was calling out Roquan for kind of being a fraud. Huh? <laughs> uh, what? I I just got to say, I don't understand that. Dan, do I you don't think either. Roquan Smith's a fraud? No, I don't think he's a fraud. I think he just doesn't do, I think we mentioned this in our WhatsApp chat, he doesn't do the sexy things. He's not getting turnovers, he's not getting a million sacks, he's not the, uh, you know, he's he's just, he's just, he's just making shit happen that you just don't notice every play. That's not on fucking ESPN. He's making the, he's making the tackles, he's flying around the field, he's good, to, I, but I don't, 
No, a fraud. Fraud's a strong word. He's sixth. I think he's sixth in the NFL in tackles. Yeah, I'm not sure many frauds are doing that. So that's yeah. outrageous. Yeah, it's. I think part of the logic was, well, he's just, you know, he's cleaning up after all these plays. You know what? If he's cleaning up after all these plays, then Brian Urlacher was a fraud or Lance Briggs was a fraud. Like, they did (laughs) very similar stuff. Like, they always found the ball. They always did, and it was a a product of their speed. And same with Smith. Smith is – he's an instinctual player, and he's fast as fuck. So he's great. Don't – Complain about him. Complain about basically the other 10 that are out there with him. And exactly. I'll buy into your bullshit. Yeah. All right. Yep. I'm with you there. We're on the same page. Okay. Uh, can we talk about the offense a little bit? Uh, I don't I, want to. But well, well, let's, let's, we don't have to get into it much. I mean, I've, obviously, we could talk about Justin Fields. But can we talk about Tevin Jenkins? No. Tev, no. Tr- why am I blanking on his name? T- is Jenkins. it Tevin Jenkins? Te- yeah. Is it Tevin? Tra- Rick Fieldsman's favorite player. Tra- yeah, that was gonna, specifically what I was going to ask. Is Rick, I think it's Tevin. Yeah. Does Rick Fieldsman love him or hate him? I can't tell by his level if he's being sarcastic, if he does love him. I, I'm i into him. He's, he's sloppy as shit, and he's really bad right now, but bad in a sense that he's getting holding penalties. Uh, he's getting... <laughs> personal fouls to trying to defend fields which was great i mean i don't know how anyone could hate that trying to defend his guy and jermaine effetti getting in his face about doing it fuck off jermaine effetti come on man we, we got nothing to play for yeah. let someone rough up your quarterback and right? just walk yeah. back to the line fuck you dude i liked yeah. it he was like seemed like the only one who was sticking up for it. dumb penalty yep he got caught being the second guy taking a punch but yep it i i, I like i mean yeah, he's I didn't fun, hate he's it fun, at all. He, no, yeah. he's he's fun to watch because he's pretty bad right now. But mm-hmm. I, you could you could see where it's you could see where it could work. He'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I gave him some shit after the last game. I think he probably had three penalties or whatever, and I was just mad at Ryan Pace and all that. But yeah, it, you can't you can't get too pissy about that. It's his second game. He had no training camp. He's fresh off a of surgery and he's doing the best he can. And he hasn't right. played left tackle since he was a freshman at Oklahoma state too. Right. So you got to yeah. factor all of that into the, into the mix. And yeah, he's getting, he's getting called for plays that I'm sure most either left or right tackle are committing. Like the first holding on him was fucking horseshit and yeah, and I just right. feel like honestly you see that every you watch red zone for like six minutes and you see that every sure. fucking game so I don't know but yeah I'm with you I'd I'd rather a guy it's the first guy all year that is stuck up for Justin Fields after all the fucking cheap shots he's taken yeah so I'm all about it I'm all about it. Yeah, don't listen to Jermaine Effetti. He's a bad example. He probably gave you COVID <laughs> by touching your shoulders. And, like, honest to God, that I, I'm okay with it too. Let's see, let's see how he develops. I am definitely not yeah. out on Jenkins, and I am very entertained by him. I am too. He's just fun to look at too. I, his tattoos are interesting. I I like everything. He seems like a, a giant. He seems like a very big human. Yeah, he's a big. I, I'm into him. Mm-hmm. But I like th- I like that chippiness with with Fields, uh, seemingly taking a shot there at the side. Any other quarterback in the league, like if Aaron Rodgers, took that shot, they would they would suspend the game and made sure that he had <laughs> all of his fingers and toes still. But it's because yeah. it's Justin Fields, they're just like, no, nah, that was a le- nah, legal fine. hit. So yeah. I was shocked that they 
called the uh, that late hit the dude that got ejected. I was surprised oh, yeah. that they actually threw the flag. I'll be honest. Are you? That was definitely yeah. no. Illegal. It was a flag. Oh, just because totally he doesn't was. get those. Yes, thank you. Understood. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, the ejection is was surprised. For, me. First time I've ever seen that. I think. Yeah. Like it wasn't his second personal, or maybe it was his second personal foul. Maybe that was the call. I don't know. I don't think I'm so. I think it was like the helmet to helmet thing. I, I I was very confused by it. They think they said he's only had one personal foul his entire career. I, they said something along those lines on the broadcast, but <sighs> excuse me. Uh, Justin defense Field. is trash too. By the <laughs> trash. way, like There's... it's the fact that we only scored nine points tonight and we were in the red zone. Six or seven, seven times I think. <laughs> one touchdown, one field goal. Jesus, another Christ. field goal attempt that technically wasn't in the red zone, also, and that got blocked. Yeah. Holy fuck! It, you said it earlier. <laughs> we could talk about Fields. Obviously, it's not the best game that he will ever have as a professional. Hopefully, uh, but this was the Matt Nagy game. Totally exposed. He cannot hide behind Bill Lazor or anybody else. Right. That was his game all the way, and it, what a what a perfect game for him. And a, and the drive we had some momentum going, and Fields was seemed to be clicking. And then let's run fucking Wildcat, like the fucking Wildcat Jesus man. And, and they Christ. they even said it on the broadcast, something real like something along the lines like, "Oh, nobody loves the Wildcat more than the Bears." And I was like, "Fuck, we're now everybody knows that we're dumb as fuck." Yeah, and so it just is. We Give me a break. 14 Wildcat snaps leading the league. 14 Wildcats? What the fuck are we doing? What the and fuck you know, are we doing? And you know when it works, Bill? Never. 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 Not since Ricky Williams was in the league. I, I'm okay with it if you do it, like, twice a year. This surprise, like... Just a total I'm, trick I'm not, play. Like, but I'd rather that. Like, but fuck I, it, let's just yeah. try it. But it's like a yeah. part of our offense, and that's really ridiculous. And, and it must be a, a Matt Nagy thing. Like, that was my – that was when they did it, I'm like, oh. Because I, I used to think maybe it's a Bill Lazor. He's kind of weird. He's getting nude yeah. on a Thursday trying to outsmart somebody. <laughs> no, that's a Matt Nagy call all the way. Makes perfect sense. It's perfect sense. I I don't know. I mean, that is, we could just be – I mean – we say the yeah, same shit every week. Who, who gives a who fuck? I mean, who cares? They all our receivers sing. suck. Our tight ends suck. Demir Bird? I mean, what is he Jesus doing? Jesus Christ. What <laughs> is he horrendous. doing? He has hooks for hands. What the <laughs> fuck? And Mooney, like, I love Mooney, but the touchdown that he did not get, you see, if you're a number, and he shouldn't be a number one wide receiver on the Bears or any other team. He should be a, a two or a three. That's fine. Fantastic two or three. But fuck you, man. You got it. You that should be a touchdown. That's on you. That throw was good enough for you. You see everybody that is worth their fucking money make that play every Sunday. Ah, god damn it. That should have been a touchdown. And I'm I'm also kind of upset because I had Fields plus one and a half touchdown passes oh, tonight. And I thought shit. that was my that was my shot, basically. That was it. That was my chance. Yeah. Can I ask a Some, dumb question? Go ahead. That, go there ahead. Were, the idea that you could have one foot in and also the shin on the same leg counts. I was sort of under the impression that like your foot and that shin are kind of one and the same. I don't know how those count as two. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that dumb? Like, no, it's like it's if, not if, dumb. Like if it's you had dumb. a foot and an elbow, <laughs> that counts as two, right? In the NFL. So like, your, I I just don't understand. It's still one sh- leg. It's yeah. still what? Well, I guess the knee, like, yeah, I guess that's sort of. Why my should thing that be too, too? Why should that be too? Is if your foot, like, if your right foot hit first and then your right knee hit, I don't know that I would consider that a touchdown. Yeah, so why is it? So that's like an old John Mad, Madden-ism, right? Like one knee's worth two feet or some bullshit. He like wrote it? a book in like 84 okay. or something. But oh, it's I've... stupid, though. It's still a stupid – it makes no sense because they try to – it's such a distinction between college and pro, right? Where right. Mooney the, – that's a touchdown in college, Mooney's catch tonight. But you're right. Why, why should a heel and a shin equal – a touchdown when the yeah. other leg is clearly out of bounds. I, right. It's confusing. I hate okay. it. What's a All catch? Right. What's a catch? I, what, what nobody knows. But that was just the debate of that. I was like, why are they even, rev- you know, why is Nagy allowed to challenge that? It wasn't even close. And then the guys on the broadcast were like, oh, he might have been in with his shin down. I'm like, isn't his f- foot and shin sort of the and same? And he might have been. Act- he, like, and it's not like you can bend a shin. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> But it was almost like the first part of his shin kind of hit before yeah. his ass hit. Like, I mean, it, right, the whole yeah. thing's ridiculous. Okay. It's ridiculous. I guess we don't, we, we've already rehashed that more than anyone yeah. in America has outside of <laughs> it probably Matt Nagy and the, Actually, and the people in the booth. I Yeah. Probably not. gives a fuck? Yeah, probably not. We should never have been yeah. in that position anyways. Fuck you, Matt no, Nagy. We should have. Either we should have won by 10 or the Vikings should have won by 35. Like, exactly. it made no sense. It there shouldn't stupid. have been What a stupid So game. stupid. Mike Zimmer. Oh. How is he hanging? I mean, I Did you I see him blowing uh, snot rockets with yeah. his nose there? J- Jordan was watching with me, and she just happened to look up at that point. And she goes, what the fuck was that? Ugh. And then I said, hey, do you know he's dating like a, like a swimsuit model? She did. She did not believe me, and I wouldn't look it up for. Her. I said, "You look it up in your spare time." It's yeah. off-putting. Phil Senior texted me around that same time, and he said, "Hey, uh, I didn't realize that Mike Zimmer uh, is a Montini guy." And I said, "Yeah, he's also a penis." <laughs> <laughs> I think Phil. I think Phil Senior liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Uh, Golden Cock, who deserves it? The Zero Doinks Cornish Hen Player of the Week, as voted on by our fans at Eggs. I know where I want it to go, and I'm curious if it's going to go the same direction. Dan, who is your Cock of the Week, buddy? Can we just can we change up the mo- wait? I, I want I want to change up the mojo all around, and I want you to pick the golden cock okay. this week. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll be honest; I I have not checked in on the app for the last hour, so I apologize. So this is not technically going to be voted on by the fans and eggs. I'm going to assert veto power without knowing how the uh, vote went, and I'm going to give it to Detroit Lions coach Dan Campbell. <laughs> He deserves his third Cornish Hen Player of the Week award for just kicking the Arizona Cardinals' ass 
up and down the field at Ford Field on Sunday. Dan Campbell, congratulations. Uh, Dan Doinks, can we hear a little bit of the Cornish hen, buddy? Oh, hey, thank you so much. It's a Dan Campbell again. I'm Italian Cornish hen. It's a me, a Cornish hen. Oh, I'm so happy. I could go back to Detroit. It's my favorite place. And don't you choose to be in the spaghetti. Good cock, Dan Campbell. Congratulations, Dan Campbell. I don't know why I went Italian with it. (laughs) There is definitely... There's... Definitely a European flair to the Cornish hen. I'm so glad that the Italian version showed up. And we are so close to Christmas. Do not serve Cornish hen at your Christmas meal, please. There's geese that you can serve. There's turkeys. There's hams. Uh, It's not a poultry, obviously. Even I know that. Um, Dan, what's your favorite bird to wrap your mouth around, buddy? Pelican. Pelican Pelican guy. A little gamey, but once you get into the, just get deep into that pelican meat, oh baby, it is delicious. I like it medium rare with a mm-hmm. side of caviar, baby. I'm a pelican. <laughs> Scooping up fish. <laughs> I love eggs. Um, oh my God, that was amazing. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> for the for the record, Bill, I was actually gonna vote for Dan Campbell for Georgia. <laughs> I, I I think it was Frank. It was Grease Tank who suggested that and I thought that's a that's a great call. So Yeah. Congratulations, well Dan Campbell. Dan <laughs> Campbell three <laughs> three time winner, I believe, this year. I think he's leading the pack. That is how Horrible the Bears are. Are the Bears 4-10? and ten? Yeah, they are. They're 4-10. Yep. Bingo. God, I didn't think they could get any worse. That's fantastic. Um, they play at Seattle next week, and then they host the Giants for God knows what reason, and then they have to go to Minnesota again. Um, <laughs> for God knows what reason. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bears. Just fuck you. Fuck Why you. do you do this to us? Well, we you brought up the Seahawks. Should we just do the preview? Can we just, for, yes. just say fuck this game tonight? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Absolutely. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a Cornish head. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, Bill. We're playing the yes. Seahawks in Seattle. I'm sure the game's at 3, 3.30. Who cares? The mid-boner game, whatever we call that. Uh, yes. All right. Seahawks are 11-7 and seven all time against our Bears. Not a so lot of games. Cooper. Yeah. You like the uh, current Seahawks uniforms or the old ones? I, like the the old, Bri- I prefer the old ones. Yeah. The, like, I just picture Brian Bosworth and mm-hmm. the old Seahawks. Those are awesome. I love that. Whatever that gray, whatever that, that PMS color was. Ooh. <laughs> PMS, is yeah, that it? That's a... right. It's a graphic design thing, baby. Oh, I'm looking, wow. at, I'm looking at your gray balls hat right now, and that is the oh. PMS that I want. 
Okay, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last time the Bears and Seahawks played uh, was in Chicago, September 17th, 2018. Bears win 24-17. It was week two, the week after the heartbreaker in Green Bay when we gave up a 20-point lead. Oh, yeah. uh, this was beating the Seahawks was Matt Nagy's first win. Hopefully tonight was his last loss um, and game that he coaches. Uh, Bears sacked Russell Wilson six times in that game. Prince Amukamura had four had a 49-yard interception for a touchdown, probably hurt his shoulders. Uh, Mitch with 200 yards passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The two touchdowns were by Trey Burton and Anthony Miller. Ugh. Either of those guys still playing? I feel like Anthony Miller got cut again. Yeah, he's been like up and down on practice squads, and I think he's on his third team this year. I think you're right. Okay. Trey Burton, right. is he still on the Colts? I can't be, right? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson with 226 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. Brandon Marshall was on that team. I have no recollection of that. He had four no. catches for 44 yards. I remember the game I was watching with my father-in-law. Uh, it was around my son's birthday, so they were in town. And I was trying – I remember justifying Mitch to my yeah. Packers fan father-in-law. and like, I think he's okay. Like, just let's give him a chance. And after he had two touchdown passes, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Is Mitch yeah, is great. We're good, we're yeah. good to go. Oof. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, all right. The only other thing of note, uh, Brian Erlacher was honored at halftime. He got like a – in the. they called it on ESPN article, ring of – he received a ring of excellence. I think he we was just – it was that. No. I didn't understand. But it, I think he was honoring him because he had made it into the Hall of Fame. But mm. I actually have an awesome story about that, personal story. Was sitting – this was – I was sitting in the clouds, uh, two rows from the top in section 443, whatever that is, something like that. And there was a guy in front of me with his girlfriend. I think it was his girlfriend. And he sat through the whole first half in his Brian Urlacher jersey, like beat down, like totally just beat to shit. He's had it for years. He could. He left for a while, like in the second quarter, came back was there in time for halftime, the ceremony of Brian Urlacher. He was so fucking into it, standing up, cheering. I mean, Bill, we were literally like the same height as the blinking lights in the fucking Hancock building, but this guy seems to think that Brian can hear him in direct earshot. So the ceremony ends. He takes all, like, gently takes off his Urlacher jersey, and he folds it. Like, I watch him fold it, and you know, like you know, a military funeral yep. service and they're folding the flag. It was in a similar fashion. And he hands it to his girlfriend when she pulls out a fresh, brand new, out of the bag from the from the Bears Pro Shop, a Khalil Mack jersey. And he put that on. It was like changing of the guard mm-hmm. of like one one linebacker to another. And he's like, a new an era has ended and a new one has begun. And it was like a ceremonial like experience that Beazel was there with me and she was just like she saw the whole thing and we we bring that up often. Anytime Brian Urlacher comes up, she'll be like, 
do you, do you remember the guy? Do you remember the guy who took the jersey off at halftime? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? How could I forget that? Yeah. So that was the highlight of the game for me personally. How often do you think about that moment? Because if it were me, it would be probably every week. I don't know about you. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely every Bears home game. I think of it, and I think of that guy often. I kind of regret not exchanging phone numbers with him because I just want to know where he's at and how he's doing. Because. <laughs> He strikes me as a guy who's not handling this season very well, and I hope he's okay. If you listen, please slip into our DMs. Let me know. <laughs> that would be so fucking amazing if he listens. And I, I think I don't know if he'd be embarrassed by that story or if he'd be proud of it. I feel like he would be proud, honestly. I mean, I don't, I don't know the guy. Obviously, you know, I, I, I'd like to though. I'd like to know him. Well, I'll just make it easy for you. If you're listening, buddy, I'm definitely laughing at you, and I'm not, like, saying that was a normal thing to do. And it's given me a lot of joy, a lot of chuckles. So if that embarrasses you, sorry, not sorry, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with it. I understand why that would be a big moment in your life, though. It's – it's the respectful nature of the folding of the uniform, I think, that would get me. Yeah, it, that it, was like it. the like the sensual removal. Uh-huh. <laughs> I assume it was sensual, and and the oh fold. yeah, yeah. It was very delicate, and there was no, it didn't need to be. I mean, that thing has been rained on. It's been probably cummed on. Like there was no need to be delicate with it. It's been abused its entire life. So uh, I'm sure it's hanging in a case somewhere that jersey so um that's all i got for that should we do the next game i have set up here william absolutely daniel all right this one is a little special it's uh based off of when our our guest this evening brad biggs graduated from high school uh don't ask me how i know that but he graduated in 1990 so this was the first time the bears and the seahawks played each other (laughs) after brad had left high school uh i won't share with you where but uh, i do know that as well so this was september 9th 1990 bears win in a sh- east part of the universe the united states yes virginia Eastern. september 9th 1990 bears win 17 0 uh i watched highlights on espn had chris berman doing a, like a two-minute clip of this game uh tr- very, he was very impressed with trace armstrong Trace Armstrong had a huge game. Dan Hampton, Berman said, Dan Hampton is back after his 85th knee surgery. Okay. I, is that supposed that, to be funny? That, that, that felt mean, Chris. Yeah. Uh, he kept he kept mentioning the Bears have a very good offensive line. Dave Craig, Craig, right? Oh, 91, y- he had 91 yards. 91 yards on 27 attempts. He had three interceptions. Uh 91 yards, didn't win the game. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, 87 yards, won the game. Uh, Neil Anderson had 101 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, 203 yards, one interception. So that would have been the first game Brad Biggs saw after his high school graduation, probably when he had his first beer. 
Swix time. <laughs> love him. Did you Thanks say again twi- for coming on. Yeah, great guy. Love him. Yeah. Did you yeah. say Twix yeah. time? I I could have. It was Swigs, okay. but yeah, it could be Twix time. Twix is not enough to satiate that guy's appetite, though. No, he's no uh, how many Twix do you think he would take down in a normal setting? Uh, Seventy one, and he'd leave one for a homeless guy. But then he'd he'd show the homeless guy that that left Twix, and he'd yeah. fucking eat it right in his face. Oh, I was That's thinking you would just do. throw it in a sewer and say you got to earn it. Would Monk be down in the sewer? No. <laughs> just sh- blindly shooting guns hell yeah he would yeah he would by the way like, uh yeah go ahead, go ahead i was trying to explain monk to Beazle, like why you and i are talking about monk and that's really hard to do to explain to someone completely mm-hmm. out of context why monk has come up in our lives and i i tried to explain to her <clears throat> excuse me that i think about monk mm-hmm. often yeah it's I bad. I've th- I've thought about that pilot episode literally every day. Like sometimes it's the first thing I right. think about. Like I wake up and I'm like, why wasn't he wet? Like out, yeah. you know, when mm-hmm. when he and when he got out of the sewer and and she was wet in, in many ways probably, and and he was not wet. He was dry mm-hmm. next to the mayor with the bad teeth. Right, right. And I do the same thing at work. Like in the middle of a meeting, I'm like. Does this guy want to hear about my thoughts on why Monk was at the funeral and sitting on the second level directly over the dead body? Yeah. Does he want to hear that? Because I feel like he should. That's that's what runs through my head, and I always <laughs> hold back. I don't think he should. I don't think he should at all. I I think about his pleats. I think about his incredibly awkward meetings meetings that what it's called with a psychiatrist or a psychologist i don't remember the difference between the two because i'm a dumb uh i just hope he gets his badge back and actually starts to make money again yeah i agree Beazle had a great suggestion that we should just watch the final episode and review oh, that at some what a point great idea don't watch anymore just watch yeah. the final episode brilliant all right. Well, Can well, we let's promise the... each other that we do that before the next episode? Uh, or maybe, yeah, it's a holiday. Maybe, so. maybe the end of this season of. By the end of the doings. season, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about the Seahawks. That was muck talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Head coach and executive vice president of football operations. That is quite the title for our buddy Pete Carroll. Um, he's head coach. Where do you land on Pete Carroll? Are you in? I feel like people. I'd be hate fine. Him now. I mean, I, I wish I wish we had him as our coach and executive VP, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Does that mean the GM reports to him? I, I guess I don't know what that title means. I I I assume that he has control over, like maybe his final say over personnel matters. Okay. Maybe. Okay. That all seems right. like, it seems annoying though. Would you really yeah. want to be in charge of like? Those stupid free agent moves at the bottom of your roster, I wouldn't want to be responsible for those. I wouldn't either. I don't know how that works, but uh, he's doing something right. He's been in Seattle since 2010. He's 70 years old. How yeah. about that? I think he's the oldest coach in the league, right? It's it's crazy. Maybe. I'll go I think with he. Okay. That would have been good for me to look up, eh? He looks good, though. 
for 70 he does. He looks real he does. good yeah he doesn't look yeah he doesn't look 70 uh on his wikipedia page they were talking about his time at um usc no this was specifically his coaching style this was under coaching style on wikipedia it says carroll is known for his aggressive play calling and his open trick plays as well as going for it on fourth down because of his aggressive style, the USC band uh, gave him the nickname Big Balls Pete <laughs> at USC home games when Carroll decided to go for it on fourth down. The USC band would start a chant of Big Balls Pete that carried over to the student section and alumni. That was in a, a line in his coaching style. Now, can that was written by a band nerd at USC, right? Yeah, probably. They were trying to, like, we were taking credit for calling him Big Balls Pete, even though nobody did that. And he's like, oh, we got the we got the Coliseum rocking with the Big Balls Pete talk. Oh, definitely the, I assume the captain of the tuba team probably yeah. probably put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that rub, I did not like that at all. Big, I like the name Big Balls Pete, but it Same. felt very strongly worded to make you think that the band was very instrumental in giving him that name yeah and there was even a point where they said going for it going for it on fourth down was like in quotes i was like a football person wouldn't do that no we all know what going for it means yeah fucking band nerds yeah you fucking grow up band nerds um his uh pete carroll is a son named brennan he played tight end at pittsburgh uh, University of Pittsburgh, not the Steelers. He's now the O line and off O line coach and offensive coordinator at University of Arizona. Uh, he was he was a coach with the Seahawks for a number of years, so that's pretty cool. Hmm. Brennan Carroll. That's all I got on Pete. We'll get to maybe okay. another Carroll here shortly. He, uh, um, I, yeah. I I I know a lot of uh, Midwesterners don't like him because if they're Notre Dame fans. Like he kicked Notre Dame's ass all the time, and there's some Illini fans who may be a little sour at him. They shouldn't be with the 2007 okay. Rose Bowl where they whooped the Illini's ass. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Like, and I think he bailed on USC very shortly after that because there was a few probation type issues coming his <laughs> way. So good for him. Honestly, he got ahead of it. I have no problem with Pete Carroll. None. I don't either. I was convinced nobody, like USC was going to win like 10 straight titles when he was there. I was like, this is, it's over. This college football is not even fun anymore. Um, Yeah, that Rose Bowl game, I I woke up at halftime from the night before. I was in rough shape. Yeah, I think we were at the same party the night before. And At At my place. Oh, okay, it was that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I uh, I couldn't sleep because I was so excited about the Rose Bowl. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Is that weird? Like that's no. very like little kid. Like I've been waiting my whole life. No. I think the, Line and I were in the Rose Bowl in 1983. I was three years old. Not even. Okay. I think I was two. I got And you. I was so excited. And I had a party. I threw a party uh, for my family, and. Even I knew it was a bad idea, like, <laughs> in terms of the results. Like, I'm not an idiot, but I bleed orange and blue, Dan. Yeah, you know that. Hey, hey, it's fun. I'd love for the Gophers to make it to a Rose Bowl. That'd be fun. Yeah, it was a fun day. Good. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Still hungover uh. on that day. 
oh i was so rough shape i do i do remember waking up and being like what time is it and i turn on the tv halftime of the rose bowl whoops whoopsie daisy all no right deal. defensive coordinator for the seahawks is ken norton jr mm. he has been with pete carroll ever since he left the nfl outside of a three-year stint where he was in oakland with the raiders for three years uh but he was with pete carroll at usc then the Seahawks, then the Raiders, now back to the Seahawks defensive coordinator, Ken Norton Jr., good football player, good football yep. player. Yeah. Uh, yep. Offensive coordinator is a dude named, <clears throat> excuse me, Shane Waldron. First year as offensive coordinator with the Seahawks. He was previously a passing game coordinator for a few years with the Rams. The last time he was an offensive coordinator at any level was with – Buckingham Brown and Nichols School in 2011. I believe it's in Massachusetts. It's a rich kid's school. Uh, it costs fifty thousand a year to go there. He was there. Off, he was there for one year. I assume he was terrible. Yeah. Weird. He's their offensive coordinator. The fucking yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. The fuck. I mean, that was 2011. He's had, he worked with the Rams for a little bit, but weird. Weird jump. Is do you think uh is the Waldron deck named after his family? <laughs> oh. It's gotta be. I wonder why it's called Waldron Deck. You have any idea? Grease tank sliding our DMs, buddy. <laughs> please, please do it. All and right, why congratulations on your marriage. Yeah. Uh but we need to come out and say we're officially anti loft three one three one zero, is that the number? Loft yes. three ten in michigan i don't know look up the city fuck you you guys suck if you're listening to this feel free to jump onto google and give them a review fuck they're probably going to sue us now uh but fuck you guys you suck you're trying to fuck over frank don't try to scare him with your phony ass lawsuits you guys blew it you guys suck you're a terrible company Mm -hmm. restaurant event space Fuck you guys. Grow up. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're going to review them, just stick to the facts and you're going to be fine. Uh, I think Darren in Ireland was going to plan his 50th birthday there. But yep. after the review that he saw on Google, he's not going to. So um, feel free to <laughs> share the $1,000. $1,000. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck you, Loft 310. Fuck what a you. Bunch, and they, what a bunch of assholes. Oh, Thank you, Tim and Iowa, for for taking up this cause, by the way. I assume that you called Grease Tank and you had a great conversation. And if you haven't, call him. Call, call him. him. Call him. Call him. Call him on your corn phone. Yeah, give him a call. Press nine kernels. No, that ten because <laughs> you need an area code. Press ten kernels. Call him. Grease Tank doesn't need this stress this close he to the holidays. He doesn't. Yeah, absolutely does not. He looked amazing in those pictures. He caught his mullet. I don't like he, that. I I normally don't. I totally agree. But, wow. He looked delectable. Oh, I'm not photos, saying he right? doesn't. I, oh, yeah. yeah. He looked, he looked like, like a fucking snack, but I, I missed the mullet. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to say. Okay. That's fine. Should we move on? 
Yeah, just pack more food next time. Pack yeah. more food. Loft three ten. That's Loft not three ten. What are you doing? It's you like doing? you. It's Where's like you food? don't know. Where's your food? They had thirty six less people. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like figure figure it out. Order Domino's if things get a little a little yeah. tight. Or right? hey, just to, just apologize at the very least, you stupid dicks. Yeah. yeah. Send a little money to Grease Tank. Not a big deal. Yeah. I still think Grease Tank should send them uh, an email saying he's not hosting event in there because of that review. That'd be great. Complete mind fuck. <sighs> All right. Okay. Uh, wide receiver coach is Nate Carroll, son of Pete. Uh, oh, he went to USC but didn't play. He started coaching with his dad right out of school. Don't know how that works, but he's now the wide receiver coach of the Seahawks. Um, defensive line coach is a guy named Clint Hurt. He Clint, was the Bears. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, C though. It's a C, so that we're okay. okay. All right. Clint Hurt, he was the Bears offensive or uh, sorry, outside linebacker coach from twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen. Any recollection of this guy? I have no idea who he is. Must be Tressman, right? Tressman era? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no yeah, fuck him. All right, that's all I got for the coaching staff. The owner was Paul Allen. I didn't realize he's uh he's a dead man. He died in 2018 at 65. I think he had mm. leukemia, something. Uh, he was one of the founders of Microsoft, along with that nerd Bill Gates. His sister, Jody, I think is the one that runs the team now. They actually list the owner as Paul Allen Trust. So, But she's like kind of the first one listed. I, I don't know how that works. It's rich people stuff. Um. But Jody, I was like, who the fuck is Jody? So I, I did a <laughs> – I don't, I don't think her Wikipedia page mentioned this. I don't know how I found it. But Jody had a handful of sexual harassment accusations. Oh. Um, so I, I found a headline. Didn't want to read into it too much because I have a life. Uh, but it's here's the headline from SB Nation. Portland Trailblazers owner Paul Allen. Oh, yeah, they also own the Blazers. Portland Trailblazers owner Paul Allen has settled a lawsuit brought by his former bodyguards who allege that Vulcan CEO, I don't know what Vulcan is, Vulcan CEO Jody Allen sexually harassed employees and smuggled giraffe bones out of Africa. That was the headline. Okay. Oh, Dan, (laughs) you have to be making that up. I did not. I knew that would get you smuggled giraffe bones out of Africa. What? I don't know. Like, are giraffe bones valuable? Like, an African giraffe bone specifically? Because there's giraffes at, like, Brookfield Zoo if you want to, I assume, you know, cut up a giraffe. Yeah. I'm so confused. Did you dive any deeper? No. And if... I had I had like I had built I had a, just a certain amount of time I could spend on doing research today, and I spent that time trying to figure out where Brad Biggs went to high school. So I did not have time to d- dive into the the market for giraffe bones coming out of Africa. But okay. I believe she was sexual. I I did look like read skin through the article. It was like her bodyguards that she was sexual harassing and making them do like fashion shows. I, it was very unclear of what was happening, but it sounds awesome, and I will spend time on it at some point. Okay. But yeah. today wasn't the day. I 
I invite all of you listening to look look up Jody Allen sexual harassment accusations because I feel like it's probably a fun read. Yeah, this is very interesting. I what do you what do you think they do with the giraffe bones? I. <laughs> I mean, definitely not a question I was expecting tonight. Uh, so it's hard to it's hard to know how to answer it. I would probably, I'd probably suck the marrow out of it. I think that's a big thing at restaurants, right? Yeah. Like, you you eat the marrow. Um, you might you might exchange the marrow with your own marrow. I think to live forever. I think that's maybe that's part of it. Is that like a that's like a rich person thing? I think too. I think right? so. Yeah. No, I think that's an actual like medical thing that you do. For... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I, I wouldn't grow taller if I if I did that with a giraffe marrow. You think Mike Glennon is a giraffe bones guy? I think, I think he has a giraffe bone in his trousers that doesn't yeah. work anymore. I think so. That'd be too. my guess. Yeah. 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 All right. He's well, bad. I, okay. He's yeah. he's bad. He's <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a me. <laughs> oh, don't shoot me. I don't know where this is going. Uh, um, what are we talking about? Oh, Jody Allen. I, I got yeah. no other thoughts on Jody Allen and her fashion show bodyguards just wearing nothing but giraffe bones. Yeah, that's fine. I'd want somebody, and I feel like. One of our loyal listeners, Eric. I don't remember where you live, Eric, but I feel like you have some stats on it. You just strike okay. me as a a giraffe bones guy. <laughs> okay. So feel free to slide into our DMs, wet, wet, wild, and uh, let us know. Dan, let us know. thank you for walking us through the streets of Seattle. Yes, um, you're I think instead of throwing fish they at the market, they should throw wet giraffe bones now. Wet that's giraffe a, that's bones. What I, yeah. I'm with you, buddy. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, Packers might have the number one seat, but we're not going to acknowledge it tonight uh, because who cares about the rest of the NFC North? Um, Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. See you next segment. Giraffe bounds. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's... Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. All right, we're back in Bears Fantasy Fucking Corner. We are. Uh, I don't know if we're doing this right, Bill, because I think you and I both took offensive linemen last week. I also don't know what our records are. I think we are six six and two. That add up? 12, four, 14 yeah. games, right? Yeah, yeah there we go. Good right. math. Yeah. Good math, and Dan. Mm-hmm. Pat myself so. on the back. Uh, Bill, so we're tied up all across the board. Who do you like this week in Seattle with the giraffe bones flying all over the place? Yeah, it's a tough call. I wish that the Bears had Mike Lennon as a tight end option because that would be the pick of the week. But um, I'm going to go with a guy that we have mentioned earlier in the episode, probably last segment, uh, because the odds are great. <laughs> that, that's the case. Um, it's a guy that he's versatile. 
Um, he he sat out last year, but <laughs> he can play either side of the ball. He made his NFL debut against the Vikings. His name is Thomas Graham Jr. <laughs> he will he will be inserted as a wide receiver at some point against the Seahawks. He will have one catch for six yards, and he will be uh, he'll win you your same game parlay. Um, Thomas Graham Jr. is my pick. He's an Oregon Duck. Quack quack. How about you, Dan? Great pick. Uh, side sidebar here. Damian Williams was the one block trying to block the punts tonight. Kind of awesome at it. Yeah, yeah he, he should just said do two, that, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. should he should just do that all, all all the time now. He seemed very excited about it as well. I mean, good for him. That I was like, who is that, Williams? I just wasn't expecting him to be out there. I forgot he even exists. Um, yeah. All right, so you have Thomas Graham Jr. Uh, all right, so I'm going to go with someone who came up huge tonight. Really great game. Really looked sharp out there on the field. His hands looked great. They did not look like hooks. I'm going to go with Demir Bird. <laughs> it's a Big bounce pick. back game for Demir Bird. <laughs> God, he's he's the worst. How did he get a touchdown last week against the Packers? Honestly, I have God. no idea. I have no idea. He just looks – he's number 10, too. I mean, that's Mitch, right? It's just yeah. – I just – every time I see him, I just get mad. I'm like, that's fucking Mitch. God damn it. Fuck you, man. Well, I know my hands. kid my, – uh, my son that he and I both have Mitch jerseys that we've still not figured out quite what to do with. And, you know, I I tried to explain that he's only six, right? You know this. Yep. Uh, I tried to explain that Mitch is no longer with the Bears. He was not disappointed at all to hear this, my son. And he said, and then he saw number 10 on the field. He's like, who's that? I said, it's Bird. And he just died laughing, like picturing, you know, <laughs> an actual bird. So he loves it. Every time he sees 10, he's, he's like, that's Bird. That's Bird. And um, there's no point to my story other than the what, fact bro, that. What? What yeah, bird ahead. do you think he imagined that being? I think like an eagle, like something with really a huge wingspan. Like okay, got to be an eagle, maybe a uh, maybe a falcon. What's what? What is the what type of bird has the the widest wingspan? Do you know this? Vulture. There, that's it. I think is that's that right? It. I, I, I was picturing. I couldn't think of the word because I've had nine thousand beverages tonight, Dan. <laughs> So thank you. I think that was it. Yeah, vulture. Right. And the vulture will absolutely eat your giraffe bones when you're not yeah. looking. Yeah. Oh, big time. Big time. Yeah. Giraffe bony. Specific to African giraffe bones. Yeah. Yeah. Not... Get those north get those North American mm-hmm. giraffe bones out of here. There's a big it's difference. Too, what is what too, is the difference, Dan? I salt, can't I don't remember. Too salty. Salt. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a sodium thing. So all right, top performers this week in the NFL. Uh, kind of a random list starting off here. Tyler Huntley of the Ravens. Oh. Is Lamar Jackson on the hot seat? He had 43 fantasy points leading all oh. fantasy players. Uh, God, that would have been so great if they would have. Even if the Ravens scored there on that two-point conversion, the oh, Packers would have still winning that yeah. game, right? Yeah. That's a, yes. I saw yes. people sort of, the Bears fans specifically, like, oh, you got to just tie it up, try to win. The, I was like, is Aaron fucking Rodgers? We've seen this so many yeah. times. Like, four, what was it, like 
41 seconds. I was like, he was getting him down there for a field goal. I mean, Crosby probably would have missed it, but uh, no, nah, he wouldn't have. That fuck. They probably would have scored a touchdown somehow. You're right. They would have. You're right. They would have. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Mahomes okay. is second with 39 fantasy points. Travis Kelsey, 33 fantasy points. Says he's on the IR. Yeah. What happened to Travis Kelsey? COVID. COVID. Oh, COVID. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. he'll be back. Jackson Mahomes, um, how do you think he celebrated the wow. big comeback? Probably by going to a restaurant and complaining about not being seated and then getting absolutely roasted online. Fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit. And everyone hates him. Universally. Yeah. What a fucking, what a rubber face ghoul that guy is. I don't know how <laughs> old he is, but his face is more rubbery than David Ha. That Sorry, response. Brett Biggs. I know you're friends <laughs> with David Ha. Sorry, Biggs. <laughs> Thanks for coming on tonight, Swigs. And yeah, thanks, buddy. Love you. No, we don't. That um, <clears throat> that response by the restaurant was was awesome. That could not have been that they should win an Oscar for that. Did you see they retracted? They... Like they're like, oh, we should have been the bigger person, but no, they shouldn't have done no. that. Yeah, no, literally nobody. I mean, I'm sure even Pat M- Patrick Mahomes is like, finally, someone tell that <laughs> fucking guy to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yes. Right? I mean, yes. Oh, he sucks so bad. Everyone hates his guts. Uh, well, all right. Anyway, whatever. All right. Taysom Hill, Trash Performers of the Week, presented by Glad. We have a few negative players this week. The first one is Racy McMath. Who is that? Who He's the a wide. fuck re- is that? Racy McMath. His last name's McMath. What? When you do the math, you choose Who's McMath. McMath. <laughs> Racy McMath, he's a wide receiver for the Titans. He had negative 1.75 yard uh, fantasy points. He had one reception for negative one yard, and he lost a, f- a fumble. Uh, bad day for our boy McMath. <laughs> what an idiot. What, <laughs> what an idiot. idiot. Try to do the math on that one, Racy. <laughs> All right. Uh, second worst. Oh, we just mentioned him. Mike Glennon, second worst player this week. Negative 1.54 fantasy points. He had, he had three interceptions. He had 99 yards on 24 attempts. Three interceptions. Why is that funny? <laughs> Suck on my bones. They may not have sodium. But they're available for you. A suck em. <laughs> what was that sound effect? That was weird. Could you imagine, like, being so desperate with in fantasy this week because everyone got sort of smoked with COVID? You benchings like if you had Baker Mayfield, you're like, oh shit, I need to scramble to get a quarterback. You picked up Mike Lennon. <laughs> Negative one point five four points. So depressing. Why is that funny? I don't know why that's funny. So depressing, and I love that we've mentioned Grease Tank Frank in, in this segment and, and, and the previous one. He sent an awesome graph of where the money has come from for his oh, career. Oh, yeah. And yep. the majority is still from Ryan Pace and the Bears. After all these years, we're still paying his check at yep. Dallas Hall. What a, I saw what an this. Asshole. I saw the same graph today on Twitter, but it was the gr- the chart was in his his neck, like there was just spaced out. Like the Bears was the thickest line in his neck, <laughs> like eighteen million dollars, and the thin ones going. It was so it was great. 
I love God it. God damn it. That guy. That guy Nick. sucks. He's always he been sucks. terrible. Always. Terrible. Good for him, though. I mean, he's made a fortune just being yeah. terrible. All right. The third worst player is a guy named Godwin. I don't even know how to say his last name. Ijabuki. He's a running back for the Lions. He had, uh, let's see, lost the fumble. He had negative 0.4 fantasy points. <laughs> I still and, can't get up for Mike Lennon. And, <laughs> yeah, you made up two people and threw Mike Lennon in the middle of that fucking I know. Oreo cookie. <laughs> Racy McMath. That's Amazing. such a great such Amazing. a great name. I gotta figure out who this is. Racy McMath. Let's see. Is he any other stats this year? Um when you choose math. He might be a rookie. Oh, he's cleared to Oh, he was on he had COVID. Whoop. Whoops, in September. Where'd he go? I, I'm going to guess he went to Tulane. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't even know where to look it up. Uh, you know what? Look up Racy McMath. It's a great name. That's a great it is. name. I love it. All right, let's look up uh, what Taysom Hill. Did he do anything this week? They had a uh, win. They scored they had like a win. six points, right? Yep, he had nine fantasy points. Okay, not terrible. <sighs> He had 154 yards passing, 33 yards rushing. Yeah, he did nothing else. He didn't throw any touchdowns, no interceptions, no rushing touchdowns. How did they win that game? What's did you wrong watch with the that Bucks? game at all? No. I did, and they, like the last drive, they were just trying to burn clock, and they wouldn't allow him to pass. It was hilarious. Like he would do like an RPO, and he would run for like one and a half yards just so he wouldn't turn the fucking ball over. That's bad. Like, he he looked like a righty Tim Tebow with less skill <laughs> last night. He did. I think, I think that's what he is, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think we've kind of – we've compared him kind of like that before, but it was never more clear than last night that he is yeah. – he's Tim Tebow. He is. Oh, so bad. So, so bad. bad. What's – while we're talking about the Saints – What's the bear? What's Bears fans' infatuation with Sean Payton? I feel like that's gotten some traction on Twitter. It's like, oh, I need Sean Payton as my coach. Yeah. No, and I, without saying it, I know what they're what they're getting at, like what the connection is. But I'm like, why? Because he's t- from Chicagoland. No, or because no? of because of Ryan Pace. Oh, it's like, no. wait. So you're saying you want Ryan Pace? To stay? To stay, and you want him to bring on Sean. Like, why no. do you think Sean Payton's leaving the Saints? Why do you think you would want to come to Chicago? And why do you want him? I don't understand it, and I've tried to challenge people on it, and it's like. And why Why would he leave the Saints also? Have we established right. that? Right? Why would that, he do exactly. that? Why would he do that? Why would he do it's, that? I don't understand that. I was hoping no. you could explain it to me. No. What, what am I missing? I can't. Because if he comes to Chicago, I feel like Taysom Hill ends up in, in Chicago somehow. Oh, and I and will kill I myself. Yeah. I will. I will. You'll find me dead. I'll. I don't I want. Die. I won't, I don't want that because I love zero doings. Yeah, so do I. Dan, <laughs> um, speaking of death, have you have you watched Dexter? Are you a Dexter guy? No, never okay. seen it. The only reason I bring it up is because John Lithgow was in one of the seasons, and they brought Dexter back after probably a four- to five-year hiatus. And last night I was watching 
you know, the newest season again, like I said, after a big hiatus. Uh, one of the scenes, this is, I think, episode seven of the new season. I look up at my television. There is a shirtless John Lithgow. <laughs> shirtless. How quickly and, did your pants fly off? Yeah, I've I've been aroused a few times in my life. I've <laughs> never been more aroused. Yeah. Than that moment. Wow. Oh, you had to have been at full giraffe bone at that point. Uh, definitely, and not the North American kind. For no, sure. fire and salt out of that thing. Uh, it, should I watch Dexter? I, I, I've heard people I, complain about the finale of the sh- series, which I think is the reason why it's back. That's why because to, to the, make the it... last yeah the last season was shit in my opinion. They ended it poorly, but they had the guts to bring it back, which I thought. I feel like this might be a bad idea, and I've enjoyed it. I'm not saying it's great writing or great acting, but it's been a compelling new season. So I would say, yes, you should watch it from season one on. Okay. I'd recommend it. Yeah. I'll do it when I finish Monk, for sure. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch. What a great idea by Beazle. Watch the finale, the the pilot and the finale. Brilliant. Brilliant (laughs) Nothing in between. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's all I got for Fantasy Corner. Should we shut this shit down? We're we doing should. great. Coming up this, next. This is a Hams. great segment. Yeah, what do we got next, Bill? I believe it's Hams and Bread with a little bit of Hams and Spread and maybe some Toffee's Corner if our boys in blue played hard to say. Thank you, Dan, for all your fantasy research. Draft bounds again. Hams and Bread. Hams and Bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes. Yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Come on. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes. Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Come here for all of your top-notch gambling winners. There's no losers here, especially when we're talking about our sharp shark and whale, Rick Fieldsman. Rick, Rick 6.9 is 1-0. What's your hot, hot pick or hot, hot picks this week, buddy? I've been watching the film at night. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, hands, hands, and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Ricky Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. My dad. Hams and spreads. Featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, Doinkers, we are back. This is Rick Fieldsman. I lost all of my bets during this Monday Night Travesty. 
Bears versus Vikings. It was an absolute disaster. I wish I didn't watch it. I didn't even have any appetizers. It was just an absolute mess. But here's what we've learned. We've learned that Matt Nagy is the only one that cares about the Chicago Bears team. Uh, And next year, he is going to be bringing uh, at least a few more wins back uh, to Chicago that we all deserve. Uh, What else is going on? Um, Omicron is the hottest COVID variant potentially of all time. It is so hot right now. It is everywhere. Everybody knows about Omicron. COVID is the hottest virus potentially on earth. And it's it's just an exciting time to be alive. Um, I need to host uh, this, my son, my daughter's uh, Christmas party tomorrow because one of the moms went out with COVID. Uh, so I got that to look forward to. And I am 100% getting Omicron after that. But that's what it's all about, being around the kids. And then after that, being around the friends and family that we all love. I hope everyone has a nice Christmas. I hope everyone has a great New Year. And I hope everybody is ready for three of the hottest picks that you have ever heard. Once I find them. And here we go. Hams and spreads. Pick one. Oh my gosh. This is getting released on Tuesday. Okay, I'm I'm coming out with a hot pick on Tuesday night. Uh, all you early bird listeners are going to get some of the hottest picks. We got Utsa at San Diego State. Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. This is a bowl game. Not sure what bowl. Don't care what bowl. Utsa, three-point dogs. Now, if you have learned anything from Rick Fieldsman, it's that we love these four-letter acronym Texas schools. You know that Rick Fieldsman's uh, pick last week, his single pick, uh, UTEP, absolutely covered. Utsa's going to cover this three. They're going to win outright, but I will gladly take the points. Utsa, 1-0 going into the second. Here we go. Hams and spreads, pick two. Oh, Thursday at 2.30 p.m., we have North Texas versus Miami of Ohio. This is another bowl game. I don't know which one. I don't care which one. Miami of Ohio, three-point favorites. And Coach Cuse is a big-time fan of Miami, Ohio, and this pick is all about respect. I love North Texas, but I'm putting all of my funds on Miami of Ohio. Thank you, and you're welcome, Coach Cuse. Minus three, absolutely covering. Love it. It's about respect. Here we go to the last pick. Hands and spreads, pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. All right. This uh, not sponsored, uh, <laughs> but potentially the hottest pick of all, I say for last. Memphis versus Hawaii. Memphis, Anthony Hardaway is the hottest coach at Memphis right now. This is a Christmas Eve special, Friday, 7 p.m. Uh, it's a football game, but Anthony loves football, always has, always will. Uh, eight and a half point favorites versus Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii is going to be on the wrong time zone. They have to fly to wherever this game is. Um, overseas, Memphis has been quarantining since uh, last Wednesday, so they're going to be ready. Hawaii is not going to be ready. 
Um, Memphis is absolutely covering this eight and a half. And there you have it. Three of the absolute hottest, hottest picks. Oh, just wait till next week. I have three more hot picks. I was just doing a little bit of the scroll skis. Oh, baby, it's going to be hot. We're back in bowl season. Hope everybody's staying safe out there. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment. Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman Oh, interesting angle. Not what I would have expected, Dan. Huh. I feel kind of weird about it. What about you? Is he a fraud, Rick? Is he fraudulent? I don't think so. I mean, we've met him in the flesh in East Chicago, even though I forgot that Indiana had legal (laughs) sports gambling. Um... We've met him a time or two other than that uh, because of gray balls. So I don't mean I don't mean is he a real person or not. Oh, I mean is he what do you mean? a real sharp? I'm starting to question whether he's an actual sharp at this point. His confidence seems to be pretty low. But I love him like a brother. Like if yeah. I had a brother who was just a complete fucking disaster. Uh, right. So I'm I'm worried about him but I, I'm worried that he might not be for real as a sharp, as a shart, because he definitely sharts, but maybe not as a sharp. I don't okay. know. Just I'm just asking questions. Yeah, you're just putting it out there. And I, I believe in Rick, personally. Like, I think um, if I were in an absolute pinch and pickle, and I said, you know what, I needed to double my money and if I don't, like in a day, based off of one pick, if I don't capitalize on it, I'll be dead. Okay. But if I do capitalize it and I will live and prosper, uh-huh. I would call – I'd call Rick. I would. Oh, really? Okay. I would. All right. I would. I'd count on his his pick. That's how much I believe in Rick Fieldsman. I'm just worried that he's stealing picks from someone else, but he's who, stealing who? picks from – it's Joe Fortenbaugh? No, that's my guy on the strip. Um, is it Fortenbaugh or Fottenbaugh? I'm not entirely sure. I'm just worried that he's get being fed picks from ice cream this this season. Oh, that might explain his record. To be yeah. honest, yeah. yeah. I'm just asking questions. Yeah, you're not trying to sway people. You're not. No, just asking questions here. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Um, Dan, is there a line for Bears at Seahawks? There uh, is, is there Bill. A... Thank Yeah, thank okay. you for asking. Uh-huh. Uh, the Seahawks play tomorrow. That was one of the games that got moved back. Stupid. Is that right? They play at the Rams. They're seven-point dogs tomorrow. But there is a line for Bears at Seahawks next Sunday. The Bears are seven-point dogs. Plus seven on the road. Over under is 44. Jesus uh, I don't know the records. Uh, Seattle's record is very much like ours in terms of wins yeah. and losses. Yeah. What, what do you like in that game, Bill? Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I probably will. Uh, I would... 
<laughs> I feel like the Seattle crowd, known as the 12th man, are not going to be that into it because they will lose against the Rams. They will probably be all but statistically eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, everybody will hand, have their hands covered in fish, salmon, uh, dinosaur, and giraffe bones, and <laughs> they won't be able to clap. Bears win outright. Oh, wow. Bears, money line yeah, play. Bears money line and the under. Bears win 9-6. to six. Okay. So you like the under. I like the under. Yeah. Uh, money line's yeah. plus 240 on that. I don't like either side of that, but I do like the under. Under 44. That's too many points. Both teams are trash. Yeah, just take the under. That's all I got. Gross. That's fine. That's fine. Any other games catch your eye? Uh, I'll spare you the question. I've not looked yet at <laughs> all. It's a very confusing week also with COVID delays into Tuesday. So yeah. I don't know what's going on, Dan. I assume the Packers play somebody that they'll probably beat. They do, but I don't see a line. I think they play Christmas Day. I think they're, they're one of the two right. games Christmas Day. I don't see a line for that uh, on Draft Kings. Uh, but I do see a line for Colts and Cardinals on Christmas Day. Colts are plus one and a half on the road. The Cardinals might just all the way suck now. They just yeah. might be terrible. Yeah. Uh, Colts are plus one and a half. They're slight dogs on the road. I kind of like the Colts there. Same. Because the Colts might be pretty good also. They might be and good. I think you're right. I think Kingsbury's finally uh, – that rooster's coming to sit <laughs> on his nest – I think is what I think. Yeah, as as the old expression goes, I think that's right? How they say it, and yes, South Texas. Uh, <laughs> uh, is uh, what, Carson Wentz decent? I'm not. I'm still not not upset that he's not a bear. Don't get me. No, wrong. I think he's bad. I think it's all okay. Jonathan Taylor. I think yeah, Taylor's I think the one. Right. If, I think you're right. It's just they can't. Nobody can stop the run. I think that Colts offensive line's pretty good. I think Carson Wentz is terrible as a whole. Okay. Uh, which will be a problem in meaningful games point. in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? So Colts are up. Sorry. Patriots and Bills play again this Sunday. Oh. Patriots are minus two and a half at home. It's just kind of a fun game. I'd, yeah. Patriots lose at the Colts. I, I kind of like the Patriots at home against the Bills. I'm starting yeah. to think the Bills might stink. The Bills, they've kind of been trash, right? They played. Yeah. They got... They were somewhat lucky against the Panthers since the guy, their kicker, like pulled his dick before the game, so they had to go. Yeah. For, they had to go for two, and they're actually the Panthers kind of hung around a bit in that game. Yeah, I, Bills are not playing well. I would, I'm, I agree. I would go Patriots minus two and a half. That'd be my pick too. I feel like we're agreeing on too many of these games. I know, like same it makes me uncomfortable. Well, here's <laughs> another one. Here's another one. Next Sunday, Rams are at the Vikings. Rams are minus three. They're only giving three to the Vikings on the road. What oh in that Vikings team do you see that would lead you to believe that they should win that game? Nothing, because the Rams are actually they've been pretty decent the last two weeks. I would hump the fuck out of the Rams. Though you said, I know uh, Tim in Iowa with corn cobs out of all of his orifices. <laughs> so the Rams had pretty decent Super Bowl value with a, a future pick. And you said, understandably, that, you know, Rams with Stafford feels like a fraud. I don't think that yeah. necessarily applies to a game against the Vikings because they are Vikings are pure fraud. 
So they're terrible. They're bad. Rams. They don't. See, they seem pretty yeah. clueless. Yeah, I like the Rams there. All right, that's yeah. it. That's all I got for this week. Okay. Put those in a teaser. Monster tease. Why not? Fuck it. Who cares? Do we have? Okay, no, that's great. Do we have Everton thoughts? Anything new since last episode, Dan? Oh, it feels like it's been so long since they played. Uh, yeah, they had a good. Wait, do we want to uh, kick it to our intro? Let's kick it to the Toffee's Corner, baby! For the first time in podcast history, we welcome you to a segment within a segment within a segment. This is Toffee's Corner exclusively on Zero Doinks. Everton fan for my whole life. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. And it, you know, your history. It's enough to make your heart go. Oh, we don't care what the red side say. What the heck do we care? Because we only know that there's going to be a show when the Everton boys are there. Toffee's Corner exclusively on Zero Doinks. Castle's trash. Oh, our boys in blue may have played since the last episode. Dan and I are a bit confused, as was I earlier when I may have tried to communicate with Brother Dave. No no, uh, no offense. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Dan, are we out of relegation? Are we at the top of the table because of COVID? What's, what's the latest with our Everton Toffees, buddy. We're out of relegation, um, by, but not by a whole lot. I think we're still 14th on the table. Uh, I'm trying to look it up now. They did pause things. It seems like we there's a game Uh-oh. scheduled. For, oh, oh, there's a game match. Can I call it a game or call it a match? Sure. They did postpone a game recently, but uh, against uh, Leicester. How do you say that? Likes Leicester. How do you say it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, that, that game was postponed. That was supposed to be this past weekend. We have one this weekend coming up against Burnley. I don't have uh, lines on that. Who did we play last week? Chelsea at Chelsea. That was a big tie on the road. We got a point, snagged a point on the road. That was awesome. Everyone's hurt. They're like the Bears. Everyone's hurt, has COVID. 1-1 tie on the road at Chelsea. (laughs) Why are you laughing? What do you got? I'm laughing because uh, my purely original thoughts don't allude to anything (laughs) Chelsea-related. But, Dan, I want to tell you that there's nothing new from where I sit. You know, we lost to Liverpool and Man City, but that was expected. (laughs) We're still 19th and counting down until the transfer window opens in January and we can find out if any of our players will be tempted by the big money of our new ownership. Do we have new ownership? Buddy, that's Newcastle. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm rereading my text to Brother Dave and I said... I said, and I quote, has there been any Newcastle news since we last spoke? (laughs) You're a mess. I love it. I'm an absolute mess. I meant to ask him about Everton. No, and he um, was so happy you asked him about Newcastle and you just, you fucked Halfway through, halfway when I was reading, I thought this feels like Newcastle. That's definitely Newcastle. I often get the two confused. I feel like I'm not entirely wrong, though. By the confusion, I feel like 
they're very similar franchise. I'm not trying to justify my mistake. I kind of am. But I feel like it's like it's it's comparing like the Bears to the Lions. We're not that much different, right? We're Luke Castles the Bears. I think no, you're right. Sorry, sorry, Everton's no, no, the Bears, no, no. Newcastle's the Lions. God damn I it. I think you're right, because Newcastle's probably gonna get relegated like the Lions would or should. And the Bears are just sort of I apologize. To, can I apologize to our audience? If you're yeah, trying you to can. if you're coming here for Everton thoughts from Bill Doinks and I just let you down, you're right. I absolutely let you down. I know that our main player got hurt or has Charlison. Thank you. Hurt. Our coach sucks, but we can't get rid of him yet. Very Nagy esque. Our ownership, I don't know that much about them, but I know they're not weird uh, oil tycoons that might murder American journalists like Newcastle mm-hmm. has. You know, fuck those princes. Fuck them up the ass, around the ass, through the dick and the taint. Like, fuck those, fuck those oil motherfuckers. That's not what Newcastle, I'm sorry, that's not what Everton's all about. I keep, I keep saying Dan okay I'm gonna say it I'm, I'm gonna say it Dan I'm a Newcastle guy what I'm not is that for I'm real just kidding okay. I'm just kidding that, no I'm not a Newcastle guy I'm an Everton was... guy through and through since I was born oh Dan is showing his his pants with an Everton and the year they were founded 1848 I believe it is 78 uh, Everybody knows that. My eyes are bad. <laughs> uh, we're both Everton toffees until we die. Dan, help me out here. I've had too much to drink. <laughs> All right. Actually, while you were rambling about uh, oil princes or whatever, uh, who I think own Loft 3110 in Michigan as well, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, Everton is at Burnley this weekend, this Sunday. Uh, Everton is plus 205 to win. Burnley's plus 145. Draw is plus tw- 220. Uh, Everton's going to win that game. Yeah, they they're are. back. Straight up. They're all the way yeah. back. All the Getting way. a tie on the road at Chelsea. That that got the juices flowing. They're fucking back, baby. They're back. They will do it. They don't need the stripes that Newcastle has because they no. do not belong in prison. So, yeah, <laughs> it's an Everton world, and we're all just living in it. I just hope we that. Are. Hope we can uh, fight through the latest strain so the games can continue. Unlike Darren's <laughs> stupid team that had to skip a game. Ashton? Everton, had, Everton had to skip a game too, Bill, oh. not to correct you. But uh, <laughs> we should probably wrap up this segment. <laughs> and this has been Toffee's Corner, brought to you by <laughs> Hamzy Bill. Suck it! <laughs> this concludes Hams and Bread, America's favorite sports wagering segment, which includes the segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads, and the segment within a segment within a segment, Doffy's Corner. Thank you for listening exclusively on Zero Doinks. Love the toffees forever. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. (laughs) 
It's Bears season. It's Justin Fields season. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. Follow us on the World Wide Web, www.zerodoinks.com. Buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag at Zedogs. Gribbles. <laughs> Gray balls. Gray balls. Gray balls. Dribble, dribble, big and burly in the middle. Led by two athletic brothers, opponents, brothers, defense mothers. Rick Fieldsman humped the over. The Fieldsman shake makes women smolder. Mike P making the latest tingle. Stat cheek filling with a triple single. Bill and Dan Doinks are as smooth as yams. Did you see them pregame slinging the hams? Call your kids and wake a friend's wife. The great balls are winning it all tonight. Great balls. The final world champion of all the world balls. World champs of the world. Gray balls. Gray balls. Final world champs of the world. Gray balls. Run nuts. <laughs> uh, it feels a shake. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, step number one acquire the ball. <laughs> All right, gray balls. I don't know what happened. I didn't show up. I I'm sorry. I'm wearing my gray balls hat. Bill, what happened last week? So yeah, you were a mysterious absence. We don't have to get that into it if you don't want to, because I feel like there is a story behind it that maybe everybody doesn't want to know. It possibly involves uh, Buckshot, Brad Biggs, <laughs> Wipes, Trainer. It's hard to say. Uh, we lost a tough one, Dan. That's the point. Our audience needs to know that it was a battle for second place. We lost. We had a hell of a comeback uh, in the last four to five minutes. Uh, my immediate MVP instinct, and I think everybody on the team would back this up, is Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman was the MVP. Now, Do tell. Let me be clear. yeah, let me be clear. Uh, quick shout out to Coach Cuse. He hit some important jumpers. He looked. I haven't seen him look that good offensively since high school. Like, he was fantastic. It was a blast in the past. His parents were there. His wife was there. His kids were there. He, frankly, was showing off. I'll be honest with you. But he was hitting the shots, so totally justified. But let's go back to Rick, the real MVP. Rick, first four minutes of the game, he started. He did not want to start. Let's be clear. Did not want to be a starter. Uh, neither did I. We both started. Oh. And, yeah, and Rick, 
he had a block that was completely legitimate early, fantastic, clean as a whistle, was not called for a foul. It was outstanding. And he, okay, so that was a great play. But he had the player of the year, Dan, and I know that, I don't mean to make you jealous. I know you weren't there. Uh, you had Buckshot. You had Barbara. You had Bronco. You had Billy. They're all riding your Johnson. Not a big deal. Um, so in our league, as you know, we're 35 and over intramural male hoops, right? We cannot fast break unless it's the last two minutes of the game. Rick Fieldsman created some type of confusion around half court. He kind of deflected the ball and the ball somehow was bouncing slowly to the other side of the court and he kind of boxed out the other team. The ball bounced on the other side of the court and he picked up the ball and there was nobody between him and the hoop. And he started dribbling. Genius move. This was first half. Genius move. Started dribbling. Davy Nobehavy cut to the hoop. He fed Davy Nobehavy said nice. ball. Davy made the layup without thought. And quickly, I believe there was a timeout or some type of confusion. We could talk about it. It was the most amazing play I've ever seen in my life. And this comes from, you know, you and I are the same age. We grew up in the Jordan era. We saw a yeah. lot of great highlights. This was the greatest basketball highlight <laughs> I've ever I've ever seen. Rick Rick's a fucking genius. Is he a Didn't floor to win? I think huh? he's a floor general, I think is what Rick is. I think you're right. I think you know, if it wasn't for Rick, we'd all be speaking German today. That's what I that's what I think. <laughs> that's Bundesliga <laughs> That's how I see it. That's absolutely. Wow. Um, yeah. It was incredible. Um, on the negative side to Rick Fieldsman's game, he took a shot just above his penis with about seven minutes to go, uh, and it gave him cramps, and he had to exit the game, and he could not get back into the game. Oh, oh no. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. He still joined us at Peanuts after the game, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, what do you think? Like, if you if you're an important part of the team, I'm just I'm gonna ask general. I'm not gonna say Rick Fieldsman's name, Dan. But like, if you're a critical part of the team and there's seven minutes to go, and you're down by a certain amount of points, and you're but but it's within reach, and you take a shot above the twig and berries. Yeah. Should you should you let that? bother you for the rest of the game and sit out or should you enter the game when the team needs you most i think you got to power through that um did he get hit in the dick I, i'm confused no, on where I don't he think so. got hit okay i think uh, it was yeah. like above the dick i think literally anywhere else outside of the crotch region you you got to power through that so uh that's a little disappointing to hear but it sounds like rick carried you guys through up to that point so maybe it's on you bill that you didn't carry on from that point on and bring the team a victory well there's something to be said for that because i i told davey no behavior starting the second half that i'm going to give it everything i got for the first 
few minutes of the second half and then feel free to, you know, substitute whatever. And he did. He subbed very early, probably two minutes in the second half. After. Yeah, he does not like to sit on the bench. <laughs> I may not have given it my all. I was ready to go the last five minutes, and it didn't happen. That's fine. We. That's not the point. We had an incredible comeback. We chopped our way back. We put the full court press the last two minutes. We cut probably a nine-point lead to a three-point lead, and we had an open look for three from – I'm not going to name his name because he missed, and he. I don't want him, him to feel bad, but it was beautiful. It looked like it was going in, and he missed. Not Shit. a big deal. It happens to the best of us. Was it but you? However, no, it was not me. Oh. But um, – Was it Rick? Had we – no. Had we sent it to overtime, we probably would have lost because we were out of juice. Oh, so okay. it probably – it was probably all the same. So I think we're three and two. Now, I think okay. instead of the two seed, we're the three, if not the four. I feel like there's six teams in our league. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll be honest, Dan, the original schedule had us playing this Wednesday, and I was ready because Lamont Doink's schedule cleared up. Uh, I have to text him in the next two days to let him know that we're not playing until after the year. <laughs> and he's not, he's not going to be happy with me about it because he's ready. Got um, it. Where were you? <laughs> I was supposed to. I was supposed to be at a work party. That was our our holiday oh, work okay. party that Got night. It. Got uh, it. But I'll be honest. I did not go to it. I did not go to it. It was recommended to me by the CDC that I lay low until the holidays. Oh. Got it. Okay. We got that. We on the same page there. Yeah. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. That no, that's that that's that's cool. No, it's okay. I don't have COVID. Yeah, uh, you were just possibly exposed. Uh, I'm, guessing. I'm guessing. It was recommended to me by the CDC or roommates that I lay low for a while until the holidays. Okay. Can I, we just leave it at that? Okay. Yes. Let's <laughs> leave it at that. All right. Thank you. Let's keep you, let's keep you out of... Buckshots, buckshot. <laughs> <laughs> totally understood. Um, so we went to Peanuts after the game. Okay, we're three and two. We're the three seed if the season ended today, but the season does not end today. That's the important part for all of us to keep in mind. We um, we have a uh, a canvas um, with. Our guy from Indonesia, he painted um, a beautiful picture of our championship season from 2020. He put it in a JPEG form that Coach (laughs) Cuse put on a canvas. It's gorgeous. It's flat-out gorgeous. Beautiful. We brought it to Peanuts. Uh, They are sponsoring us whether they like it or not. And um, we have not signed a thing. The owner was not there. Coach Cuse has laid the groundwork for that canvas to be prominently displayed at Peanuts downtown Naperville. We will not know all of the details until after the new year. So, Dan, honestly, you didn't miss anything outside of the loss, and we've just been working the system to figure out the artwork. 
perfect. That's all I care about. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful piece of art. Nice, nice work by you and Coach Cuse. I'm yeah. very proud of you. Yeah, we're getting there. It's great. Uh, we displayed the artwork in. We were in the arcade version of Peanuts, which I think was purposeful f- for them to put us in the back. <laughs> we would not cause a commotion. Uh, we, everybody that came to the bathroom next to us, we said, "Hey, would you mind paying some homage to the portrait?" Uh, in front of you there's a few questions asked we didn't have all the answers um mike p is fresh out of costa rica he's very tan and uh um, may have been a bit intimidating because he has large muscles and he's tan so i think we're (laughs) headed the right way though we're headed the right way gray balls the greatest championship team that has ever lived great i'll be at the next game yeah we appreciate it and right. which means to me, you'll be a peanuts for maybe the most formal of all uh, championship banner uh, reveals. Yeah, I think Ceremony. it's going to happen. Yeah. Ceremony? Yeah. yeah. I'm in. Yeah. It sounds okay. amazing. Thank you so much, Dan. I'm sorry for your potential exposure. I understand that the rules are different depending on your roommates. I totally get it. Uh, great balls for life, three and two, still fighting for a uh, first round bye. We love you. See you next year. Good job, Rick Fieldsman. All right, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Thanks, Brad Biggs. That was a very weird interview that I missed because I was shitting, but I did hear it back, and that was strange. We worried about Brad? I'm a little worried about him. He's a weird Same. dude. Yeah, he's a weird dude. I think, should he be the next head coach of the Chicago Bears, or, or at least Please, a coordinator? No. What do you think? No. no. No? Okay. Football operations. Executive vice president of football operations like Pete Carroll. Brad Biggs. He'd be nothing but hot dog talk. <laughs> Nonstop. Is there a difference between Brad Biggs and Brad Swiggs, or, or does it? depend on your oh, accent i think it, uh, it might depend on your it's accent. accent it is yeah. it is but uh, it's all the same i think but yeah yeah bill let's wrap this weird episode up yeah. fuck the bears uh i think we we're all on the same page there um bulls are red hot still they the, the they will never lose to the lakers ever again no. that's really nice yes did they um is io playing or is does he still have covid I think he's still in COVID. God damn. COVID it. town. Yeah. Fuck. So, yeah, but they're awesome. They're going to win the, the whole thing. Yeah. As long as they're, Billy Donovan gets coach of the year, I'm I'm cool with that. Okay. I think that's in play, buddy. Thank you. How about the Illini Hoops? How are they doing? Uh, They had like a week off and then beat the shit out of some team I've never heard of. They nice. play – their next game is – um. Border war against Missouri. Oh, they've lost three in a row, I think. And then Un- Underwood's always been like, "Oh, it's just another game." And finally, this series, like, "Oh wait, uh, I think it's guys. not just another game." Yeah. Awesome. So hopefully they follow through. We'll see. That's Wednesday. Uh, I will keep my son up past his bedtime to watch it for the first time. Like he's finally starting to get it. We watched yeah. a little bit of um, 
Illinois, Arizona before I, I had something going on for the second half. And uh, his excitement was so great. I'm like, oh, I think I think I think I finally have him brainwashed. Yeah. So awesome. I th- I'm close. I'm close. And actually tonight, I will say before his bedtime, I had him super hooked with Justin Fields stuff. So I think nice. I think I've got him. We've talked Nicely about this done. before where his mom has him as a Packers fan, which honestly, how could this sounds horrible, but if you're a little kid and you're a front runner, how could you be a Bears fan? Right? Nope. Yeah. Right? Can't do it. Yeah. I'm not That's trying to tough. be shitty. That's a tough sell. I know. Yeah, it's a t- I know. Because yeah. he knows he knows wins and losses. That's all he pays attention to. Yeah. Like that's what he's obsessed with. Like it I know your your basketball season's over, mine just ended, and my kid all he cared about were were wins and lo- <laughs> wins and losses. And I was like <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm I was trying to keep his focus off of that as much as I could, but he's he's looking at the scoreboard. He knows what's up. He our last game we lost and um the ref to his credit and I, I appreciate this actually, he shut the scoreboard off. <laughs> second half because we were down like 16 the other team was like hitting everything and oh no yeah and it was fine like I, I wasn't even upset it was they were just they were making shots we weren't no big deal um and my my son came up to me after the game he's like do we win or lose and i'm like you know what we we lost he's like what happened to the scoreboard i'm like they turned it off in the second half and he was he was so confused and yeah. but it was okay he had some yeah. shots uh you had a big win last week we we talked about that you, you became the yep. the bad boys my son seems to think that we went 5 and 2 i think we were 3 and 4 <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not awesome. going to correct. I shouldn't correct no. him, right? I should. Why would you? Yeah. Why would don't I? do that. Yeah. yeah. Don't do I'm that. Not going to. Are you sad? Going. It's over. Or are you? You know what? It's funny because uh, Chris and Doinks. We've heard her on the show before. We will hear her again with Jordan Doinks. Then I just have to work out the logistics. We want you to hear from them before the end of the year because who gives a fuck about the Bears, right? Um, <laughs> she said to me. Hey, at least your coaching career is over. And I, a, after the game ended, and I thought, I'm not sure that my coaching career is over. Oh, I, he's back. I don't think I'm. And 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 Phil Senior was like, Hey, he he wasn't trying to pressure me too much, but he's sort of like, Hey, keep me in the loop, bro. And I'm like, I don't know what to do, Dan, because I didn't like it. I'll be honest. But I also didn't totally hate it in retrospect. Is that the Skip. pickle you find yourself in sometimes or no? Or am I an idiot? I don't know. No, I have no desire yet. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind coaching, just that that was, I don't know, under different circumstances, maybe. But at this moment, fuck, no, fuck that. So I feel great without it right now. I do, too. My schedule is wide open right now. It's awesome. Would you – okay, so my six-year-old son was already looking at the next sports. The next sports are going to be like spring soccer, 
I don't even know what summer, like baseball camp probably and whatnot and what have you. He wants to play flag football because he's inspired by Coach Cuse's kids because he saw them and now he's obsessed with football. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. I don't want you to become, you know, uh, shit. I don't know what to do. Dan, I'm confused. Uh, I, and I, honestly, I don't want to coach any of it. I want I want him to play all of the sports, but I don't want to coach any of it because there's too much skill involved, and I'm not that <laughs> detail oriented. Do you have any uh, advice for your old buddy Bill? Don't do it. I don't. <laughs> I mean, you could you could take don't the time. Do it. Yeah, I mean, you could take the. T- I mean, at this age, it's most of it's just fucking babysitting and telling them like stop eating your boogers and shit like that i mean that's most that's what most of it is and it's about burning energy teaching them like a minimal amount of skill so um i mean like flag football you could you could coach that it's just you're not teaching like the techniques of blocking or tackling (laughs) right i mean that's so that's pretty straightforward it's just a matter of like Here's how to catch a football. Here's how to throw it. Here's how to run. Like, here's the here are the rules. That's basically it, right? So, um, yeah. I, but I wouldn't worry about it if you don't want to coach it. I don't. Who gives a shit? <laughs> every kid. I mean, most kids. I would say almost every kid has a parent that could do it. So why does it have to be you? So that's where I don't my know. head's at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you've just, already done your I would look at it as you've already done your service. Now it's you shouldn't feel bad if it's someone else's turn to take it over. Okay. That's fair. Should um should I expect somebody to raise a banner uh in my likeness to the rafters? I feel like they should. Just for uh doing doing covid coaching i i feel like you too i'm not i'm not i'm not just trying to make it about myself but i feel like in downers grove there should be like a i don't know if it's a gray balls jersey or if it's whatever it is of yours Uh, i feel like oh maybe uh maybe an everton jersey with your name Mm -hmm, on the back mm -hmm. yeah uh, that's fair should be raised i think yeah i'm open to it i'm open to it yeah I don't know. Should it be? Probably not. Am I open to it? You're fucking right. I am. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, Grease Tank, I love that you want to be a youth coach um, legend. That's a great goal. Um, (laughs) My suggestion, and I feel like I feel like I speak for Dan here. Set the bar very low. Very, very low. low. Because. Uh, nobody listens, and I love my kids, but I hate kids in general. I think after this experience, mm-hmm. they're the worst. <laughs> they yeah. suck. Yeah, <laughs> they're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah, there's nothing Good else luck. to be said. Okay, that's fair. Um, you mentioned Monk earlier a little bit. I think we do need to make a promise to our listeners that. Before our season finale, we watch the Monk series finale. I think that's great. I think that's totally fair. Hopefully, yep. it's available on Amazon Prime. <laughs> on, and we kind of alluded to this earlier, Dan. I want to know. Um, 
how often do you think about the monk uh pilot honestly yeah it is once at least once a day minimum okay okay um i'm i'm just upset about it it's just dumb like i i don't understand how that what makes you upset the acting the writing the story like I think the thing that bothers me the most is the part when they uh, show up. They're like, we got this guy. This is for sure him. This is the sniper. And they show up and this guy comes out of a different room in a wheelchair. And they just go, shit, wrong guy. Without putting any thought into, oh, he might be faking it. That's the one that bothers me the most. Okay. I think of that part often because it was also the dramatic part of like this guy was in a wheelchair in another room. Like they could have been like, oh, he could be getting a gun or he could be, you know, escaping the the apartment right now. But he slowly comes wheeling in in the wheelchair and it's like, oh, monkey fucking idiot. Look at him. He's clearly crippled. And then Monk leaves, and then he then he goes, oh, wait a minute. His shoes were worn down. What? Yep. Fuck you guys. So that's the part that bothers me the most. And, like, okay. someone wrote that. Someone wrote that. I don't know why yep. I'm doing a handwriting motion. They weren't writing it with, hand, by, with a quill. Someone wrote that, and then someone read that, and then someone, multiple actors, read the script and acted it out and nobody thought is this is this fucking stupid but i guess it works because they had eight seasons of monk so i'm 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 questioning myself is there something wrong with me that i don't that i didn't immediately buy into monk no i don't in my opinion because we're experiencing this at the exact same (laughs) (laughs) the exact same time frame i would say no i think i think the joke's on everybody that would have spent nine to eight seasons on it. Probably not nine because it didn't last to nine. Um, (laughs) What I would say, though, I don't know if you noticed this, Dan, because I did a little bit of research on my own. And I I think we may have talked about this a little bit earlier. I I tried to talk to Kristen Doinks about it. I'm like, have you heard of uh, Monk? Did you know uh, Tony Shanoob or whatever the fuck his name is? I don't think that's Shaloub. Thank you. <laughs> and and her response to me was, oh, that's the guy with, like, the clown-looking hair. <laughs> and I thought, that's fantastic because I want to put my clown hair inside something, right? <laughs> yep, like that was yep. a joke from last episode. Yep. Anywho, uh, the chick, his his side piece, or maybe his real piece, when you do a little bit of further research, there's another lady altogether that takes over – did you notice this too? But we don't know any detail. I don't know what. No, I think. It was, do we assume did, that our our gal died? What do we? What's our assumption I don't, here? I don't know how it ended, but I know okay. she wasn't on the show that long because of okay. a contract dispute. Oh, there it is. There I did not is. tell you that in case we were going to spoil future stuff. So okay, but okay. I did know that she's only on for like maybe a season or two. Okay. Okay. But I don't know if she I didn't know if she she's replaced by another chick. I, that's news to me. There is another chick. I assume that that would it's a total assumption cuz like we're saying yeah. we're we're pilot and final episode guys <laughs> till we die. That's what it is. Till we die. Which, 
Great move, which I think is honestly yeah. the best advice I've ever gotten about anything <laughs> by anyone. God bless Dan Doink's mom. Fantastic. I love it so much. <laughs> anything else to add for the good of the show? Um, thank you, Brad Swiggs, for joining us. Fantastic thank you. guy. I, I, I'm so grateful that he bared his soul about... God, I I mean, too many people to mention, right? It's it's Billy, it's Bronco, it's it's his dog Bitch, it's Buckshot. Uh what's his wife's name? I don't remember. Bar- Barbara. Uh, Barbara, okay. Yep. And bingo, Barbara. rest in peace. Barbara Swiggs, yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time out. I know that you had to publish a a story nobody nobody will read on Chicago yep. Tribune. Thank you so much, um, Dan. Uh, any thank yous or uh, happy holidays messages you want to send out to the world? Absolutely not. Fuck you guys. No, I'm just kidding. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah. Is Hanukkah going on? Sorry, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I I literally don't. Happy Han. I think it's past. Right? It's over. Probably. I think so. Yeah, happy holidays, everyone. I love I love each and every one of you. I love Zero Doigs. I love you, Bill. Thanks for having me. I love you too, Dan. I hope your Christmas is fantastic. We are going to end this episode with a beautiful song by my brother-in-law, Tony Doinks, making his oh! debut. Yes, you know Tony. You've met Tony. I know Tony. Uh, Good guy. Great be, guy. You will be shocked by what you hear in a minute, Dan. It is incredible. Thank you, Tony, for your participation. And thank you, uh, Coach Cuse, for all of your help throughout this episode and always. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, I don't even want to say go Bears because go fuck you, Bears. We fuck love Justin bears. Fields, but fuck you, Bears. Fuck you, Bears. Fuck you, Get bears. it together. Fuck you. Um, Merry Christmas, Dan. Merry Christmas. Fuck you, Matt Nagy. Fuck you, Bears. We love you, Dan. We love our listeners. Good night. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Silent night. Holy night. All is calm. All is bright. Round your Mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace, silent night. Holy night, shepherds quake at the sight. Glory stream from heaven afar. Heavenly hosts sing, Alleluia. Fe-